everyone, and welcome to the Lightbringers podcast, episode 57. Thankfully, no one can hear you yet, so you're good. Uh, when I say you, I mean our guests, because I'm letting them calm down for a minute while they uh, have a little bit of water. They're all a bit thirsty today, as I found out. Um, so today we're going to be talking about uh, the latest Guild Wars 2 blog post after the Dragon Cycle, which was released on 25th of July, as well as the Screen Rant uh, article, which is very exclusive, which is the first look of Felicia's Day's Guild Wars 2 Return as Soldier with uh, Bobby Stein and also Indigo as well from the Guild Wars 2 ArenaNet stuff. Indigo book? book? I'm not sure it's... Right, I'm going to actually like, put you in now. There we go. Indigo People Lind slash Indigo book. I believe it's yeah. Indigo Lind at the moment. Lind. Hello. Okay. Hello everyone, say hello. Hey. Hello. Hey guys, welcome to this stream. Oh god. We're back. Off to a good start. It's a start. It's, it's a really. start. <laughs> Definitely a start. Hello everyone, mm. welcome, welcome, welcome. If you would like to, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you do want to check out more, hit the alarm bell for everyone and find out when the Lightbringers videos you all come out on YouTube. And if you have not followed the Twitch channel, you can do the same as well. You can find out when these episodes come out live on a Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific-ish. Today is 1.30 p.m. It's a bit later because everyone was catching up and having a chat because Boots went away and then came back again. Um, and they've been probably talking about back that. Again. It's a good story. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great story. We were also mm -hmm. talking about many things. Also, not the world ending uh x's uh, are you talking about world of enders um, oh. not, not really oh okay nobody would <laughs> when you're actively editing and making videos are you world of ending because it's present progressive yes that's a good question actually it's more passe and parfait for me though i don't speak canadian <laughs> <laughs> Telling me his mic off. Um, so, <laughs> the response. Okay, let's start with a little bit of an intro. Um, and welcome everyone if you are here live as well. Kroof, tell us what you're doing, what you're doing, in a brief amount of time. Hi everyone, I'm Kroof. I record, then edit, then post videos on YouTube. Sometimes I also tweet various gifts and reactions and wait, memes. Wait, wait, wait. Steady on, oh, steady oh, on. Oh my god, sorry. On. No, I'm, I'm Xing. I'm Xing. No, you X. Do you X out or do you X? Or do you X in? Ow. Anyways, I X certain things. I X. Oh, yeah. I'm Xing you. That doesn't sound like it's going to be good. No. I mean, it is. Oh, yeah. That's a DM. No, DMs are still fine. Xing. Radio. You slide into their X? I don't know. Sorry. Please don't sign into my ex. We will no longer be friends. I feel like a lot of people. It's gonna be an ex. Grand Herald was singing DMX earlier. I post stuff to Absolutely. the internet, and that's what I do, and that's who I am, and that's what I believe in, and that is my. Crew. They also released a video about this very blog post that we're gonna be talking today about. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> now it is maybe playing world for world, I'm not sure. Boots, that's what you do. You do 
Are you? Uh, I bet you are. I am Boots. Uh, you can find me at World of Vendors on YouTube. Um, you can find your World of Vendors on YouTube. You could find me at World of Vendors on YouTube. I mumble, sorry. Uh, and yeah, you could. It is a, I'm doing adventures nowadays, uh, but that's not going to be forever. Um, but uh, more importantly, uh, the Festival of the Four Winds is out right now, and I'm arriving to it late. And now I only mm. have 12 days to do seven adventures um, and, and get good on them. And beat your hour record. Yes, our quote-unquote record. Yes, our record. Our. I'm happy we, to be a part together, of Together, we all equally worked really hard equally to get our record. Fornax, you weren't here, I don't think. So I'll give you no. some context on this. So what happened it was... was scotch, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. Oh, God, wow, that was a year ago. So we yeah. did a skiff race. Um, on We did the skiff race in uh, this festival. And basically mm, and I, got, I like, a really good time. Yeah, Boots is, like, you know, a legend, obviously. But so because we were, we were at the front... And then I was like... Uh, I was piloting this thing, and I was like, okay, so I'm, I, I, I'm high on the on the leaderboard right now, but uh, if you have people in your skiff cheering, your boost comes up faster and you go faster. Uh, so, hey, all of us here on the Lightbringers, let's pile into the skiff, and I'll get us... I'll see... Well, first of all, I'll try to get a good score, and I'll see if you guys get a score as well by being in the boat. Hmm. And um, and so they all we all started the adventure at the same time, went on the boat, and we got a really good score, really high up on the leaderboard. I think it was like twentieth overall when I first got it. But because Jebro, <laughs> Kroof, Otter Scotch, and I think was uh, was a Rook there at the time. I think so. Uh, because they were sitting slightly ahead of me on the boat as the as the pilot of the boat, you're on the stern. <laughs> they're in the bow. They all got 0.2 of a second faster than me on the race. So I'm there on the leaderboard, <laughs> but all four of them are like just a bit above me. And it's the worst feeling in the world. It's, it's the terrible. worst feeling of the world. Wow, just oh, say you hate us. Sat. Just say you hate boat. us. They sat in a boat and they're higher than me on the leaderboard. We're in a boat. <laughs> Sorry. And I'll have you know, sitting in that boat was hard work. Those seats we were, were not cheering a lot as well. Like, there was a lot of arms, yeah, sure, yeah. like raising and stuff. <laughs> you have chosen to weaponize your OCD in these activities, so this is this upon your head, be it. <laughs> okay. We just turned in. Yeah. Was, we supported you, and we that was our reward. That was my only mm. top hundred lifetime placement. So I appreciate you. You're Carry me, we Daddy. Didn't, we didn't have any. Yes, indeed. We didn't. I didn't have any flippy floppies, but next time. Next time. You I'm didn't have any flippy floppies. Is no. that confirmed? No. <laughs> not, not so true. It's um, it's sake. It's uh, a sake I brought back from Japan. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. was also there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but not that guy. Wasn't allowed to come on the back. Um. Fornax, tell us what you do and where you do it. Hey, hey I'm Fornax. I make a content on the internet for YouTube and I've joined the Paleo Partner Program as well. Just, you know, yeah. anyway. Um, and uh, there's a current video on my channel talking about the thing we're going to talk about today, the blog post. 
and a little bit about Felicia Day and some wild speculation about Lagos being, you know, Cryptus already invaded our planet sort of thing. So anyway, yeah, do check out the video. It's wild. It's a wild ride and it's unscripted. So, you know, you have been warned. Well, yeah, I feel like they they were a vanguard. They're so so if you go if you've done the um the solid ocean fractal and Kanaksai, he's a he 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 makes a big thing of you being his prey. He's a hunter, very much like the Lagos, and he also is associated with a house, Arctus, I think it is, which is also very much in the vein of the Lagos. And I'm thinking, were they like a proprietary scouting force that decided to make their home on this world rather than invade it? Or are they just waiting to, for the rest of the Cryptus forces to come now that the barrier, now that the firmament has been broken? The firmament. Uh, but that's so my... I'm about to yeah. post something in our chat here on the podcast. Not in not in the in our own chat here. And uh, is this relevant is to you. the Fornax's thing or are you just saying something random? This is for you, Fornax. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Just for me, nobody else gets to see. Yeah, it's an it's an our, is Lagos turned demon. Very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Are we sure the Cryptus aren't are just angry world v world as Devaris says? <laughs> 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 that would be funny if we could turn into them and run about and do the things. The souls of salty, salty <laughs> world versus worlders. Probably more so PvPers now, I think they're probably worse. Um <laughs> In chat as well, Boots, apparently, according to Neblion Draconis, you need to get the new Skiff skin that's in the store right now because the driver is sitting in the front of the others on that. Oh. Oh, Oh, yeah, okay. That's probably exactly why they've brought it in, I would say. Oh, my goodness. So there's a pay-to-win option in Guild Wars 2? Wow. It is pay-to-win. Wow. It's pay-to-win against us. I'm canceling my sub. Did you see Boots' smile when that was when that was mentioned? Yeah, he was That's very interesting. How much is it? Is it is it always available, or well, you have 1, to wait? Fifteen hundred gems, probably, isn't it? Yeah, it's that. one that I you mean, can. It's one that you can purchase off the gem store. But it's not like seasonal or anything like that. It doesn't. Well, you know, after. it'll probably go. Well, after it's a while. new. Yeah, it'll probably go mm. after a few months. Okay. Mm. You only got two. You've only got two. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> It's yeah. the new one. It looks cool, actually. It's got like a hologram yeah, on, on the side. In right now. Yeah, it's off of the wizards, the new like Secrets of the Obscure mm. themes and spells okay. and all that stuff. You guys talk amongst mm. yourselves. I'm about to buy it. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> well done. There you go. <laughs> Good job, Neblion. Just selling mm-hmm. Guild Wars 2 for the rest of us. Uh, Fornax also yeah, has um, an awesome, awesome, awesome uh, video as well about the latest blog post on the things. So, a post mm. and all the things as well. So, yeah. they're yes. both Kruf and Fornax have got videos out. So, if you want to go and check out their opinions, check them out there, but also you can check them out here as well. So, that's good. You got three times triple the blog post. So, hey. is this spellbound, the spellbound skiff skin? Is that what's cool? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. And that you're, it's 100% you're in the front? At least that's what people on the internet say, that's and I have historically always trusted people on the internet. Okay, yeah, I'm same. buying it. I'm buying it, so you better not be. I bet. With I me. bet it's not. Now, are you sure? Are you sure? Like you went? Maybe they were trolling. I'm buying it right now. Um, three. I mean, it's worth it because it looks good. Wait, so. two, I mean, wait. Uh, wait. 
Well, I mean, okay, ah, so... Nip's got it. Nip's got it. So there you go. Okay. I yeah, it does look like you were in the front. Yeah, I okay. I completed the yeah. purchase. Take all... I like how you're giving us a deadline, and I'm like... It's more <laughs> funny if you spend your money. <laughs> right. it's, it's, a, it's, it's actually my first purchase gift skin, too. Oh, really? Ooh. Nice. You yeah. can get a lot of the gift skins off the uh, statuettes now. So, it's good for you in there. Okay, let's Yeah, do... you're in the front! <laughs> okay, good. Do you want to post good. a picture on X? <laughs> so you can... Why am I... Oh, and you, you hover on the seat. You're, like, flying on it. You're, like, mm. levitating. Interesting. Zen, baby. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Zen, baby. Mm. Mm. This is all okay. we're talking about on this podcast, right? Well, actually, we're going to talk about yeah, After yeah. the Dragon Cycle. Ba -ba 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 -ba. That is, is the new hot. Stinger song. After the Dragon Cycle. It is, uh, I think, Indigo. Did Indigo write this? Yes. Yes. Indigo did. Oh, yes. that's nice. Okay. She has the, she has the most adorable, uh, I was going to say, Twitter picture, but she doesn't. <laughs> she has the most adorable X picture uh -huh. <sighs> it doesn't oh work God. it just doesn't work it, it does not work gross it does and i'm currently sweating like there's no tomorrow and that just felt grosser than anything this gift feels a little bit like thicker bigger in the in, you know in the back, it, in the, back <laughs> in the, back. Than the basic skiff i'm wondering if like it's harder to maneuver in the races I mean, you can try, and we can do the podcast if you want. I mean, it's not oh no, okay. The 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 wheels in the back are like thick, clipping. It's fine. Thick scare. The wheels on the bus go thick, thick, thick. thick. <laughs> oh my gosh! You're gonna have okay, to herd okay. us tonight. Damn. Stop eating and start herding Damn. us. Damn, that skin on is thick. Ooh. I'm wow, back, boots. I close the game. I close the game. I'm gonna read the okay. first bit because everyone's a bit. Oh, wait, no, I'm supposed to read, right? Yeah. yeah. It's supposed to. We have missed your dulcet tones, sir. Serenade us. Dulcet tones. Yeah. Okay. What, what, why did you true. laugh at that, uh, by the way, Kroof? What, what was so funny about dulcet tones when dulcet. referring to my voice? I mean, dulcet. I don't know. Um, why do you think I laugh? <laughs> you just you pivot the question back to the person. <laughs> These are on one today. It's not uh, me. Okay. Chat Google's dulcet. That's fine. You carry on, guys. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Am I going? Yeah. Do what you want. Hopefully. Man. Yeah. Pop, popcorn. <laughs> We're ready. Yes, yeah. please. After the dragon, After the dragon cycle, go. Hi, Indigo here. I'm the narrative lead in Guild Wars 2 Secrets of the Obscure, one member in a team of passionate developers. Before Secrets of the Obscure, before Secrets of the Obscure drops in just a few weeks, I'd love to walk you through some of the questions we tackled as we started carving a new path for Tyria. Disclaimer, we're going to stay pretty high level here, but be mindful of some minor teasers ahead and major spoilers for previous expansions. After we wrapped Guild Wars 2 End of Dragons and our 10-year saga of the Dragon Cycle came to an end... Wait, what? We found... What? You say saga? Like, Bob Saga? <laughs> saga? Like a, sa like a, a story? A wow, saga? chat. Jebro's on one today. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you say it? 
How do you say saga? I say saga. Saga. Sa saga. Okay. Sorry. I see. Saga. I, I say saga. But I'm pretty no, sure I it's... just genuinely want like wondering. Saga. I think it's saga for people who aren't British. Really? Yeah. Unless no, I say saga. You say saga? Oh, maybe it's just mm -hmm. Canadians. Yeah. Or maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's, it's just, just you. Yeah. It's all that, that poutine. <laughs> it's it's melted your brains. Because no, it's true. It could just be Canadians. Because I say pasta. And I know Americans say pasta. No, Americans say pasta as well. No, they say no. Hey, what do you say? I say pasta, but I think I Americans say, say pa pasta. I say pasta as well. We say it's because you still have the king. It's you need to get rid of him immediately. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um. So okay. So after we wrapped on Guild Wars Two: End of Dragons and our ten-year saga of the dragon cycle came to an end. We found ourselves at a critical point in the story of Guild Wars 2. There were quite a few directions that we were really interested in pursuing. We've got tons of stories and Tyria left to tell. From mysteries we've hinted at in years past to completely novel ideas. After all, the world is only just finding its footing following the end of the Dragon Cycle. A global affliction that promised certain destruction until Suwon's death in Guild Wars 2 End of Dragons. Spoilers, everybody! Spoilers. Suwon is a dragon. Um, we had a lot to say, so the question was, where do we start? We've only explored a small portion of Tyria to date, and even then, a great deal of the world we know, or we do know, has vastly changed over the events of the last 11 real-world years. Mm -hmm. We want to dig into that with more focused, self-contained stories, and we hope to bring each of these into the limelight as we see Tyria react and unravel to a future without chaos. Well, without dragon-centric chaos. But before we slow things down and explore modern Tyria, we opted for something a little more mysterious to mark the beginning of this new arc. So that's interesting, um, if we want to stop and talk a little bit. From what they're saying here, it There's sounds... There's one line left, Boots. Ugh. We had a handful <laughs> of frontrunners, but a franchise-long mystery quickly became our leading focus, the Wizard's Tower. Oh, uh, he's from the Sale. Yeah, that's a good accent. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, so it sounds from this, like, in our expansions coming up, th we, they want to explore other portions of Tyria. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, places maybe that are on the map that are not revealed yet. But alternative universe. And or yeah. already revealed, but just need some more elaboration. Or they have side bits added. Or the well, Wizards or the Tower, I guess, is the versions, part. Or yeah. alternate versions of Tyria as well. Really, I mean, anything a, they want. Yeah. A little later on, they talk about restoration. I'm looking at you, Keswick Hills. You, you really need a facelift, you know. Well, well a that's lot what's of happening with Wizards Tower, right? Mm. Wizards or, Tower leaving is a, a, a um, mm. resurrection, I guess, of the Keswick Hills. When the lizard, with Lizards Tower is gone... <laughs> the Lizards when the, Tower. When the Lizards Tower is gone... <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Kessex Hills will just go back to normal and everything will be okay there. Mm. But what are they going to call the town now? Because they can't call it Garen's Hoff because he's no longer there. He's no Garen's longer hoffing over Garen. 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 We call well, loads of people's do. street names after them. It doesn't mean they're always sitting about there. Yeah. <laughs> like, Is that not the rule? There are dead people with like towns and stuff named after them. They're not like buried it's, there. I have a town it's in a Czechoslovakia funny Adams, named after my family. It's not permanent resident of Fadian and Rowe. 
No. Sorry, okay. but, uh, wait, what? Tio, Kroof just said something very important. <laughs> Kroof. Sorry. Repeat that. What? Say what you just said one more time. There's a town in Czechoslovakia named after you. Well, Czech Czechia. I hope so, because Czechoslovakia, that, I mean, is it yeah. still named, or was, was it, did it stop being named after your family? No, it's still named after my family, but my family doesn't live there. Okay. Or I don't know which came first, the town or my family. I don't know. Are you, are you like, royalty? I think so. Well, oh. I like to think I am, but everyone else seems to disagree. So, but I don't think I am, actually. I think it's just like we had a place that, you know. Believe it or there. not, Debaris, Kroof is not their real name. <laughs> <laughs> what? Y'all didn't know that? Or is it like your not, last name is? We're not is... doxing Kroof right now. <laughs> your last name is Smith, but in in Czech, in Czech, and and there's a street that where all the Smiths used to work called Smith Street. I don't street. think so, because okay. I because I think we're the only one of the only families that has our last name on Earth. Oh wow! Yeah. I'm not Boodle sure. Butt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh yeah, but Garenhoff. <laughs> right. So yeah. So now that Garenhoff is gone, the town is called Garen's Off somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. The end. <laughs> is that it? Mm. That was the whole thing. That was exciting. But no, I, I mean. Boots brings up a very interesting point that we'll probably get to later on, especially like after this expansion. Um, but going back to Tyria and seeing that uh, the studio and the narrative team wants to revisit Tyria, um, I'm very happy about that. I'm very excited because mm. there's still a lot that is often introduced during the 10 years of the Dragon Saga, but at least in my opinion, hasn't really had its moment to have the payoff. So glaring, glaring things that are not yet revealed and are in the map of Tyria. Uh, the um, Tangu area, the the yes. domain of the, <laughs> uh, and so that's one. Uh, yeah. More parts of Cantha that we haven't seen. Mm -hmm. I think um, far to the west, where possibly the guy from the. Order of Whispers comes from mm. Malik. No, not Malik. Well, that's another thing. Another but... Dorn Velasquez. Yeah, Dor Dorn Vel Velasquez. Um, Scavengers Causeway has always been an area that I've been interested in. But Janthier, Janthier, Janthier. Yeah, I was Janthier. The um, Norn. Are they going to go back up north with Jormag? Yeah. No, we don't. Oh, that. oh never mind. <laughs> Decided. Never mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think we got a lot of stuff. Anyway, we should continue. Did you say which... Yeah. Um, well, uh, I mean, that might actually be... Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm not sure what came out there. Um, what, I mean, you know, you kind of... Some of you said what places you'd like to revisit interior. What's the night number one place you'd like to revisit? Or did you kind of say them? Old Lion's Arch... I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a meme. <laughs> that was a meme. Well, you can revisit that, um, technically. I mean, if I wanted to revisit an area, a zone, like a zone that we currently have. Yeah, but that it would be story. redone, redeveloped, and brought into the present as well, maybe. I... F this is just me, personally. I would like to oh. explore... Um, 
Orc Basin and or Dragon Stand and see those regions expanded a bit more. Oh, you're talking... Oh, right. Okay, we're talking about... Right. I want to... Yeah. I felt like they moved very quickly from the jungle uh, after okay. Heart of Thorns into Season 3, so I just... I always like that uh, area. So I'd like to see... I'd always be happy going back there. Mm. Mm. Anyone else? Space. Space. No, we've not been to space before. Well, I mean, technically, Maybe. we have a little bit. We have. Right. We have. Yeah, we were on an island with Bran in space. Mm. That's, you want that? Mm. To have anything in the game, <laughs> you want that asteroid thing to be redone. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, Go for it. oh okay. <laughs> I would like all the, the large um, raid areas to be made open world maps. A version of them to be made into open world oh, really? maps so people can explore them. Not not taking away the raids, but just making them into open world maps so that people can explore them. I mean, sure. Because they're connected oh. to all the different areas anyway, right? Exactly. That that yeah, they are. They're just they're just maps, open world maps that the you have to be in a raid to go and see, which is you know very true. Okay. Mm. If they ever did an also expansion, you know new money would... for all Rob. Yeah, the Hall of Chains in that area. Mm. I think that oh, would be yeah. really cool to see in a Mist expansion. You know, because we have that little area, but what's beyond Chains. it? Go to yeah, go go to the different God realms. Go back uh, go back down to um, uh, what's it called of woe? Field. The Fissure of Woe. Oh, Fissure of Woe. Yeah. Field. F field of Woe. Field of Woe as well. I'd yeah, like that, so so it does definitely actually that line although true and makes sense uh, mm -hmm. what they're saying about what they want to do going forward in Tyria. Yes. It makes sense but it does make me worry that we're not going to space. I mean just for this well, expansion. No, they're saying for future expansions not just this one. Yeah, but I mean yeah. I don't think space is out of the out of the picture. I hope not. I think you should Dude, keep reading you... boots because there's good news on the way for you, sir. Okay, there is. all right. The wizard's okay. tower. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, okay, fine. Okay, <laughs> the wizard's tower. Unless anyone else wants to read. Unless boots is fine with reading. I'll do the wizard's tower section. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, Creep. Get out of here. Get out of here, boots. Or, no, or you duel for it in a PvP arena. All right, let's do it. Oh, I'm okay. a win. I'm a win. No, you ain't yeah, seen ain't nothing. You've been that. away for a few weeks in Japan, like having the best time of your life. I'm logging I've been right sitting now. home sweating in my chair playing PvP. Logging in. What do you? What are you? Sweaty gamer. Oh, you have been. Yeah, you've been thinking about the future. Uh, <laughs> being a guardian with pistols. And... I formed a career plan. I have a calendar and everything now. I'm thinking about my future. <laughs> I loved Reader Geek's reading. I thought that was amazing. You should do that more, hun. Reader Geek, get on the Discord. There you go. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. 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 The Wizard's Tower. The Wizard's Tower. The Wizard's Tower and its creators, or creator, are some of Tyria's best kept secrets, dating back to the original Guild Wars. It's taken up residence on the Tyrian horizon since the beginning. All Tyria knew was that it was supposedly owned by a wizard named Isgarin, although mm. he's never been physically seen, and that a few individuals had tried to breach its walls. Looking at you, Galrath. During uh -huh. the Guild Wars II era, it rested above the hamlet of Garenhof until we plucked it out of the sky in the June 27th update. Aside from a couple of teasers over the years, we've shielded the truth about Isgarin and his mysterious tower until now. 
The Wizard's Tower provided the perfect canvas to tell a very different story, one that spans thousands of years. Focusing on Isgarin, the Wizard's Tower, and the Astral Ward allowed us to dive into some of the deepest crevices of our lore. Pause while I swallow oh, my spit. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> I said That's pause while I swallow my spit. Yeah, no, no, we but pause, but hold on a second. Do you think this is a, a foreshadowing, a little bit of a tease? Of what? Deepest crevices of our lore? Oh my god. Crevice Fisher? Well, they kind of explore what that crevice might be. Uh, we're talking ancient beings. Whispers. Crevice of lore? Yeah, I don't know, man. Whispers. Oh, I, whispers of long ago wars and buried secrets. We'll be fighting an entirely new enemy faction only subtly teased in content in the past. Ooh. It's a story that lit a flame under the development team, too. Over the years, almost every team wanted to utilize the Wizard's Tower, from raids and fractals to story. But no single idea landed where we wanted to take it. Giving the Wizard's Tower an entire expansion felt like the best way to honor what is now a multi-game mystery. With the Dragon Story bookmarked at Orin's temporary departure, the team was eager to let off some steam and work on something a little wild. The Wizard's Tower was just as exciting to, to us as it has been for the community to speculate about all these years. Mm. When we managed to wiggle it into just about every pitch we had for the fourth expansion, mm. we knew we had our topic. That's amazing, isn't it? How long, how long they've been thinking about doing this for ever since Guild Wars. How they could yeah. just bring in this one thing and because it is so secretive and so mysterious, like you can do whatever. <laughs> you just do whatever with it. But like giving it enough and, and it's almost interesting. Part of me is like, I'm really hyped about this. And then another part of me is like, it won't be a mystery anymore. You know what That's I mean? Fair. Does that sadden you? That's how it, it does a little bit. It does a little tiny bit, but not as much as the hype and excitement of like it's in the game. Like we're going to be able to like there's a whole expansion about around it. Like if there is going to be anything done, making an expansion towards this wizard tower is probably the best thing they could do. Like give it, yeah. don't give it like some weird little side story. Like bang, right in there, the whole thing. Well, eighteen years in the making. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Um, you know what's also funny? Mm -hmm. uh, Alona, uh, host of Ascalon, figured out w the announcement date of the Wizard's Tower expansion. Yeah. Is eight, was eight years to the day that there was a live stream of, um, of Guild Chat with... Um, oh, with that Peter, one. with Peter Freeze on it, mm -hmm. where he was going, would should we talk mm -hmm. about the mysteries of the Wizards Tower? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember yeah. that. Saying that. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Do you guys want to know who Galroth is? Is that in this blog post? What they're talking about? Is this yeah, in the blog post? Can you tell me all about Galroth? Galroth. Right? Is Galra. it in the blog post? Galroth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little... It can't be. It can't be saga, not saga, and. Galrath, not Galrath. It's like Sean Bean, okay? It's spelled exactly the same. It's not Sean well, Bean. I it's not pronounced Bean. it as Galrath. <laughs> yeah. So. So. Wait, are we going to find did this a deep out dive. literally? No. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No. All right. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. go. No. Everyone, okay. get, get ready. Lay back. Listen. Okay, so the there is shockingly little lore about the Wizard's Tower. 
Galrath is the only NPC to ever have a quest associated with it. Literally saying that he's a bad dude. He's, um, he, the, the speculation is he was a lion guard turned white mantle. He has the same um, armor presentation as um, Justicar Hablion in the first game. He is at the location of the Wizard's Tower, along with a load of Verata um, cultists. Verata being an NPC uh, necromancer trainer in pre-searing Ascalon. So this is like a deep cut here, guys. Um, and he... So Galrath, the quest literally is from Lion's Arch. You go out and you murder him. We're not told what power there is in the tower only that there is power in the tower that power in the tower oh my god uh, that he is trying in power tower. in the tower <laughs> that he is trying to now. yeah it should totally be um and TM that he's trying to get it and we have to go and murder him for his for his effort and mm -hmm. the only other interesting thing is the fact that it looks like Verata is and his cult is interested in the tower as well and I point that mm. out because there is a in the wiki, there is a post about Verata, and they don't put anything in there that isn't associated necessarily. So we could see Verata and his cultists. Um, he is a necromancer after all. Um, he fell out of favor and lost his position after, pre after the searing of Ascalon because he was a bit naughty and he got kicked out of the necromancer's guild and he made his own guild that was the cult of Verata. Cult of what, sorry? Yeah. The cult of Verata, oh, Verata the cult of, of the um, of of the um, armor set, um, in game. I'm not sure what. Uh, the, the, uh, the, I don't remember what that looks like. That sounds particularly it, exciting, just mm. in general, because I like this new focus on real world magic for Tyria, and the idea that you know we'll get to this in a moment, but Zoja and elementalists and the Wizard's Tower has like a a, a really hyper focus on magic but then also the idea of demonic forces and necromancers this is a storyline that i've kind of wanted to explore for a very long time now mm. so i didn't I, know that about galrath and, and verada's um i think we cult. might have talked about this before because I, I remember the talk about verada and then i i was looking up verada the fact that it's a um in the original game is a reference to what they say in Evil Dead, the 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 summoning words you say in Evil Dead, Klatu Verata Nikto, mm. um, which in itself that is a reference to the day the Earth stood still, a phrase that originated there, Klatu Verata Nikto. And I thought that it was really interesting that day the Earth stood still, Evil Dead series, and possibly this expansion all have one thing in common, which is. Uh, creatures, creatures from another world mm. coming to Earth, and you have to fight them off. Mm. Invasions and stuff. So, you, I, I, so we think, okay, so is this from like an alternate dimension multiverse? Like we were kind of a lot of people been talking about. Yeah, like so this like multi in Evil Dead, it's like mm, demons, I don't know multiverse, right? but or whatever. It's the Marvel. mists, another yeah, the realm, mists. Yeah. same timeline, just different. The Fisher of world, yeah, yeah, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. yeah, Fisher of War. Mm. Lots of fishing, yes. Menzies, <laughs> go on, correct me. Menzies. Oh my god. 
if we get to go to the Fisher of Woe and there's pools of like lava or water or something and you get to fish in there and there's a if there's a uh achievement that's Fisher of Woe, I think that's I think that uh, would be the best. Yes. That would be pretty also, good. Also, Ryalist says uh there was a skill in Guild Wars one called Verata's Gaze as well. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but I bet I, I mean, played in the entire expansion and I forgot it, so well I did. <laughs> there is some law associated in game with Isgaran. Okay. Um which I don't so there there's a mention of him in um the Misrite Gambit. Um there's notes in there that you can find and it mentions that he comes to the to the forge and that he throws something in, but no record is kept by the script because the script are bonkers. Um, <gasps> and, um, yeah. But so, as some script at some point have apparently interacted with Isgaran. And, it, and, and Garen the wizard, not Isgaran, but Garen the wizard created um, and constructed the observatory, the um, orrery in Divinity's Reach in the Palace Gardens. Um, and the other thing I think is just that anyone who tries to sneak up and sneak into the tower gets turned into an elemental. Pretty much. Yeah. I think... Am I missing anything? No, that's pretty much it. I think so. Okay. Yeah. So, and, uh, okay. Hmm. Okay. Was there anything (laughs) else there that was... I'm just reading a little bit. Wait, where did we... Where did you get to, Kroof? I finished the Wizard's Tower section. You did finish it completely? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm just wondering if there's anything else that we can quickly talk about. No, not really. Unless there's anything else. No, but I'm moving my, ma- my microphone here. I'm excited to have just new enemies, I think, or enemies from the past, like, coming back with, like, remodeled, even if they're just, like, things we've not seen before. Like, and mm-hmm. I'm hoping, I, what I hope from this expansion is the ability to um, re, I guess, reinvent, either reinvent the, some of the zones or just start to re, I, I guess, like World of Warcraft did with like models, character models and stuff, like start to see some of this stuff come through, like remodeling zones or remodeling characters or... That would be nice. Mm. I think that's always like an ongoing discussion with live service games that, you know, reach especially like the 10 year mark. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gear is a very particular art style and mm. it's lasted the test of time, but those earlier zones, you know, starting are to... starting to feel, you know, when you compare it to what they can do now. Um, I think World of World is the yeah. one where I'm like, that's the one the most. And some of those early Charles zones as well. Can okay. I ask a question? Uh, sure. um, it, they talk about that the the um, the enemies that we'll be facing, yes. the cryptos. Um, we've we've had we've only been hinted at before. Do you think that they're talking about? Because I thought that they were talking about creatures of the bastion or the penitent, creatures like Kanaxi, that kind of thing. Do you think that they're being that literal, or do you think that there's some hidden tome, some lore reference? I think there's something else, because, I mean, Kanexai is a demon, right? I also think that we can have this discussion during the cryptus section. Oh. Okay, let's do that. Okay, fine. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Can we we pin that? No, 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 no shutting up. 
Can we have a mod pin that to the top of the chat? What was the question? Can you repeat the question? Um, well, I mean, they, deeper. they say that it literally that in the in the in the blog post that we just written that that they've hinted at the enemies that we're going to be facing. So I mean, they've revealed the cryptos, but right. they've hinted at the enemies that we're facing. So I I, I, am, I don't think that we're just going to be getting the cryptos. I think. So I think I, I'm wondering something else. So is it Cryptus or something else? Or something extra is the question. And is it Cryptus and Alright, is it Cryptus and the eye and the eye behind them? And the eye of Zoja. Zoja's eye. I don't know Eyeball, Eyeballs. No. Too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Someone can pin that. Because I'm not in the actual figure, though. Actually, can I? Such a good call. I won't chat that there were no balls in this episode. I, I, I said that. There were no Nobody balls listens. in any episode ever again. No Actually, balls. Actually, well, no, balls. no, that not specifically. Who's reading the commanders? <laughs> Who wants to I mean, to I would, but I feel not like me. you guys are against that idea. No. I'm against you, but not you and reading. <laughs> You want you want flip flop boots? You flippy sure. floppies? Sure, let's flip flop. Okay, but although we got Fornax here, who's like a commanding president. Would Fornax you like to Fornax? I mean, I kind of thought that, but if you would like to, you can. Yeah. Use yeah, your com obviously. commanding presence, Fornax, to <laughs> commanding talk about the commander's journey. You know, I really would, but being a dyslexic nab, I think I'll pass stumbling over <laughs> words enough. on live internet. Oh, but thank okay, you for the invitation. I really enough. appreciate it. Excellent. Uh, all right, so the Commander's Journey. Given that Guild Wars 2 Secrets of the Obscure is going to be something of a fresh start for us as a narrative, I work with Matthew Medina, the yeah. expansion's narrative design lead, to send the Commander on a journey absent their usual comrades. Hey, Kroof! Is what you wanted. Oh yeah, yeah. I was yeah. very confused why you're calling me out, but yeah. <laughs> Remember, like, I want to say it was like, oh, like when they go ago. with Crew for groups in the yeah. game. Like, did we? Where was this? Like, well, Crew started talking about it like I think two years ago, saying yeah, for, a while. For, for you were hoping for End of Dragons, we'd get. This yeah, kind yeah, of situation. yeah. Well, you said that recently as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's true. Uh, we thought that this would make the story as exciting and bewildering to the commander as a character as it would be for the player. Mm. At the top of the story, a mission goes... Uh, I hate awry. this word so much. Awry. I know it's awry, but every time I awry. see it on paper, I always want to say awry. Awry. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's how I would say it. Yeah. Um, where are we? Oh, yeah. Uh, at the top of the story, a mission goes awry, and we're pulled into unexplored territory, physically and intellectually. Mm. By isolating the commander from their support group, and thus their typical problem-solving catalysts, timey, uh, we're yeah. able to completely immerse <laughs> the player character in this darker, more mystical facet of Tyria, as the Astral Ward battles against the threat of the Cryptus. Should we, should we have a little bit of discussion about the... Or maybe we should read it or just in case they go for... I don't know. But like the... Um, also, Gorik is like a big solver of the things. Gorik's actually been solving most of the things more recently than Timey, maybe, actually. I think just because he was there. Yeah. Because he was there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. 
<laughs> they do mention the cast in the next section. Okay, all right. So let's keep going then. More than that, the world state of Tyria is at, at, at such a critical turning point with the threat of the Elder Dragons calm by, uh, and our prismatic utility knife, Orin, taking a good old nap somewhere secluded. All of our friends are busy with their new lives now. And some of them are playing crucial roles in rebuilding the world. Casimir and Jory, recently engaged, have established positions in the Creighton political system. Krisha and Ritlock are facing the Khan-Ur election. And heck, they've got a lot to cope with following the Icebrood saga. Taimi is burrowed in June's lab, solving every crisis she possibly can with her Canthan inventors. Gorik and Rama have the agency. And, oh yeah, but isn't... So Jory's not with the agency, I guess. Even no. though she was kind of... Okay. I thought right. she would have been, but yeah. Yeah, I think it started out being Gork hoping it would be all three of them, but then... Because it was us and them, up. right? Yeah. And Jory's like, I want to go be with my wife. Yeah, she's busy. Uh, <laughs> and Bram is probably... Th is, uh, Bram is probably thriving in some much-needed therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All these No characters. mention of rocks, I'm just going to say. Oh, yeah, that's a very good Fuck. point. Oh, wow. There has been it's no mention of Ross in a little while, isn't or, it? Yeah. Or the, the most forgettable character of Dragon's Watch. Or they're going to be with us oh. in the expansion. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and also uh, Frostbite, geez. Oh, I like them. Yeah. All these characters have character. served as guiding lights for the commander and they have shaped our journey. Oh, We're excited wow, to give you like not even mentioning rocks is just even worse there. Like, yeah. They've shaped their yeah. journey. Fuck rocks. Well, also not Kanak. <laughs> Kanak isn't Sorry, also mentioned either. That's true. Um, a lot of, uh, a few yeah, characters. That's true, yeah, but like rocks is like central. Why? Oh, it's just part Was. of it. I guess. Yeah. We're excited to give you glimpses mm. into their post-dragon lives when we dig into those local stories about Tyria's revival. But before that, it's time for the commander. Uh, it's time the commander took a journey of their own. There is one exception to this rule, though. Dot 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 ellipses. Dot dot ellipses. Okay. So what do we think about? We obviously know Zodra's coming back. Um, what do you think about not the other characters, like a bunch of older characters or just the ones that have joined us for so long? Does this emphasize more the fact that this is a brand new adventure, a brand new journey, a new... Sure, yeah. Chap a I new... Well, it's not even a chapter, it's like a book. It's a brand new... It's, start, it's an right? expansion, we'll not even call it. Yeah, maybe an expansion. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think the most glaring omission, though, is Farron is not in there. Oh, our, our lovely Speedo fencing friend. Yeah. Sword if he's not master. in the expansion, I'll be very disappointed. No, I have wanted this for quite some time. Mm. And I think ending um, a decade-long story with the Dragon Cycle, um, I think it's very important to revitalize that sense of wonder and journey and like rekindling that that hero's journey and that hero's tale mm. and removing the commander the player character from the core cast of characters um removes that sense of familiarity which can be very comforting and very useful for storytelling at times but when you want to go off and do something new sometimes you have to like leave your friends behind leave your family behind and and come into a new era and I think this is a perfect opportunity for Secrets of the Obscure to do that. So I'm also, very, very happy with that. I would, okay, I would also yeah. like to say that I think it 
it allows the writers to um to have a to be able to do things okay, okay so one of the issues with having our whole group of friends there is that they had to write for all the groups of they had to somehow try to include a lot of them in the storyline as we went along mm -hmm. that's one issue so like how weighty you know, kind of, each one was and fans of characters etc yeah it, it could kind of put a drag on the importance of what's happening in the story if you're if you're going off and like you, saying you oh how really, do you feel about this yeah you had a really good opportunity for a pun there Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what Could did I have say? drag on. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, but then, and on top of that, though, the fact that you had Timmy and Gorik um, there, and possibly won't have them this time around. Uh, I I feel like over the ten years, Timmy and Gorik um, have started to become a bit of a not a crutch. That's a bad word for it, but like. Anytime we needed to figure something out, they would do it for us. Anytime we needed to have an explanation for something or like a way to solve a mystery, a way to solve a problem, they mm. would do it for us. Yeah. They were very so, convenient so, to have around. Exactly. Yes, and and Orin gonna... as well. Mm. Orin is hyper powerful and with her gone, this is also good in that it makes it more likely that they could write a more realistic story and a realistic resolution to the story than what we're given previously with these people just fixing things for us. Mm -hmm. We're coming up with the resources and the ways, the manners of doing them and then us just going and doing it, which was basically mm. most of the story. Do you, <laughs> do you think that they'll return to... Because so if you remember back to the personal story when we're building up the pact yeah. and it's more of a logical progression mm -hmm. as we gather our allies, build our resources and slowly methodically and in a reasonable capacity that, that you could logically like overlay onto real life in terms of like <sighs> progression, we face the dragon down. And yeah. we chip away at him until we come to the final battle, which was, which they really need to redo. But do you think that we'll be returning to that rather than the the, the Deus Ex Machina of, for example, the the Heart of Thorns last instance, um, where oh. we suddenly decide that we're going to jump in and battle the dragon aspect of mind in his own mind, and somehow that's how we're going to defeat him rather than having kind of a reasoned logical str strategy as a as a as a thinking person i want to say um uh, or, or rather than as you say using the the asuras as an intellectual crutch to, mm. to kind of reducing the commander to commander smash type paradigm which i never really kind of liked yeah that's a good point i don't know so do, do you do you think that, that we're going to have a more reasoned, logical, so. or do you think that someone will that's, just ascend hope, to that yeah. position? That's mm. my hope. And I think, I think it's not only that the people writing could have the commander use those characters as a crutch to just resolve issues, but I think it's also a detriment to the writers because I, I have a feeling that a lot of times when they're working out how things worked in the storyline, 
Mm -hmm. uh, they they get to a point where they're like, okay, so now let's think of a good resolution for this, and then and then they just go, oh well, why can't yeah. Timey oh. just? I mean, in in Timey's done all these things in the past. Why can't she just do it again this time? Yeah. And probably they don't want to have to do that, but it's just the most logical thing to happen because Timey is that smart. So yeah, without without Timey there. Uh, they could, they could come there, up with better the only other instance where we had more of that logical buildup where they could have come up with a resolution that wasn't just oh Orin handled it or timey handled it or Orin empowered you to such a degree was probably heart of thorns as you were mentioning fornax where it felt like it was out of left field that it was like oh i guess we can now enter the dream and deal with it that way mm -hmm. um so there was that opportunity unfortunately i don't think it resolved in a fairly logical and or satisfying way um mm. so this is another opportunity for them to really practice nailing that down where it is a completely fresh slate and especially within this bubble of this new format where it is going to be relatively quickly um, handled, I should say. It's not going to be a 10-year story arc. Um, I, I hope it's at least satisfying and we have a journey that we have to take and we are met with conflict that we cannot just easily overwrite with something like Orin or uh, Timir Gorik. Now, that isn't mm -hmm. to say that we might still have that issue coming up because... We do. Uh, we are uh, the next. The next section is talking about Zoja. Zoja is another Rissur yes. who's very intelligent, and there is possibly is Garen or some other very powerful being there that could mm. um, do an Orin replacement, maybe. Um, so, you know, there are pitfalls that we might still come across, uh, and so even though I think. Yeah, I agree with you, Fornax. I think it would be nice to have that more grounded, realistic resolution to problems. Uh, it'll be hard to do it in a magical world because mag in, mag in magical worlds, there there are easy solutions sometimes. Mm. I'm okay with magical solutions as long as they are built up to a satisfactory sure. ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumping from like one to a hundred really fast where it, it, it can kind of feel like whiplash almost where you're like, heart of thorns, you're like, I don't even know that this was going to happen. Like, there was no setup for this. As long as there's setup and then there's that payoff, I think it'll feel okay. Yeah. I just worry about, about the feeling of player agency mm -hmm. and, and presence in the story. I mean, I, I think that I think it's a wise thing to bench them, at least for a while. I would be very happy to go and explore the, the Kano elections and the consequences for Tyria in an expansion of itself. I would be happy to dive into the politics of Kreiter and the speculation around mm. um, Jenna being Lissa and the whole kit. And, I mean, there's, there's so many narrative threads that they want to pull, but I just want to feel like I'm the lead character in this MMO and I feel like we don't often get to experience that. I think, for example, the end, the, the last instance in the end of Dragon's story, you feel like the chosen one. You do. You, feel, you, you yeah. have more of that feeling of being the chosen one. And I feel like they need to lean into that more. That's something that Final Fantasy XIV uh, does exceptionally well. You have your own theme song. You are badass. No one understands why you're so badass, but you feel it. And it's a nice feeling, you know? Mm. Um, I just wish, for example, I don't know, I just wish for the, 
I just hope that we don't run into that wall like we did in Heart of Thorns. I don't know why they didn't bring it back the pale tree to stand against him, to be that bridge into her, his mind, a logical person, a, can, you know, p bridge the gap so that we didn't have this jarring moment at the end. And I, and I guess that you, you run into where the story meets the, the, the financing and the timing and the studio and the, and the scheduling and everything like that. I, I I hope now that they have this longer term plan that we don't run into these jarring story story cliffs. Well, I, honestly, I agree with you, but I I think we might still do that because I, I before I left on vacation, I think we had a discussion about uh, the blog post that they did where they explained uh, the how the story is structured for the new expansion, and that is. There is a complete story told, yeah, on the on the initial release, yeah, and then there's a side, additional and then one. one or two additional stories in the releases afterwards, yeah. and they're expanding on it. But it the first initial release is a full story, like the and expansion is now. Well, has been like it's its yeah. own story, and the living world was just an addition, or right, right. But like right. in our previous expansions, you know, it took. A while to work on them uh longer than they've been given for this new expansion because this new expansion is a year cadence while the previous expansions are uh were, were more amount of development time is that what they really are doing yeah that's what they're doing brimstone yeah brimstone sorry yeah i mean it's i i like to think of the story as just basically kind of living world packed into one expansion and then just a couple of episodes after that with just side story and it's like i don't i'm not expecting these things to be as long as the last expansion stories at all i don't think that that's doable also no i don't expect that either i yeah. just but that's that's why i'm saying i think there is still the possibility of story cliffs that mm. because it's packed into a small package well i mean I can, I'll give you an example of a game. I'm going to go for Elder Scrolls Online again because they do do it very well. Um, every single year they have a different chapter which comes out. They don't call it an expansion because it's just a chapter and you can go into that chapter when you start the game. You don't even have to. You just do a tutorial and then you pick a portal to go for it as long as you own it. That chapter is its own closed-off storyline and often doesn't bring back many main characters at all. Like, they might bring back a cap character from, like, the original companions that they had in the base game story, for example. Or, like, small kind of side characters and stuff. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, there was this character that I was with in this random delve eight, like, years ago, and they're here now as a main character in the story. And they do it very well. Um, it is every year as well, every single year. Um, and there is the story is always very good. Like the story is just quality. And I know Skyrim. Like there's, you know, they've got a lot of back story. They've got a lot to pull from. There's a lot more money at Zenimax, but it's definitely doable. Um, I think. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna see a different arena now with this. I, I do. I think maybe that's the hope. But, like, I, I actually think with, like, this big change and how all the changes they've talked about, I think I think they're going to be doing things differently. I'm, I'm looking forward to see how yeah, they, they tackle have, yeah, they it, right? I mean, they, they yeah. like you say, they, they, they have to, really. But, like, I'm just hoping that transition, hopefully, from 
I think I'm. I don't know. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Hopefully. But we, let's, <laughs> do we want to talk about? You're hopefully hopeful. I'm hopefully That's hopeful. Good. I mean, it, this, there is so many. I was thinking about the main story, an original story, which I actually enjoy. And I did like not being the hero, the main hero in that to a degree. Like, I mean, I still was, but there was also, you know, Traherne as well. And I liked follow. I liked the story pacing to a degree, personally. The pacing was fine. There were just elements of it, right? That we were just like, eh, not great. Uh, like the last five, for example. <laughs> um, but generally, I love the transition from your own uh, involvement within like you know as an asura like zoja was there i was learning from other people i was very much in my own culture and then i went out into the world like i love that transition and the different choices i had i actually want to go back to the choices part and have that be a little bit more involved not everywhere but like just here and there you know it'd be quite nice i like that um i did love that transition from that story to you know the main overarching story of you know what we had in the end so it was i don't know i think there's loads of opportunities i think there's just there's great points within guild wars 2 where we've been like wow the story is amazing this is so good like krakatoric you know and dragonfall like as a map like oh, that whole process was just sick i love that that was so good um i'm excited i'm just talking generally now there's no point to this <laughs> i mean i'm just like remembering all the story bits and stuff where i'm like oh man that was so good and and like i still remember like one of the most pinnacle it's not even that big but you know the sniper shot to what's his name the char like that that shot like i will always remember that for some reason like and there's just really really random parts of good little story where i'm like damn that was cool so i'm excited let's look and the reason i'm excited is also because we're going to move on to talk about zoja Ah, that was my idea to talk about the main story and talking about it. That was a smooth transition. Smooth. That was the idea. It's like a host podcast mm. or something. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not here for massive information about law because I'm actually learning from all of you. I'm about transitioning and keeping us on track and adding <laughs> random comments every so often. Your segues are masterful. Mm. A segue. So, yes. Zosha. There is one exception to this rule, though. Zoja. Zoja is a character who has been mysteriously AWOL since the events of Guild Wars 2 Heart of Thorns, where she endured some pretty awful injuries after being trapped inside of that blighting pod. While I don't want to spoil her journey, I can say that it was an emotional one. We have years of lost ground to cover, and our favorite Gollumancer has been doing some serious soul-searching. Like the commander will have in Guild Wars 2 Secrets of the Obscure, Zoja needed a journey of her own. I'll keep that story under my hat for now. Getting to explore the depths of Zoja's self-discovery was a delight. In the middle of our fight against the Cryptus, we're going to have some incredibly tender and vulnerable moments with our CERN ally. I'm going to hold maybe the Zoja conversation a little bit until we do the article because I feel like we're just going to be talking about Zoja for ages unless anyone wants to mention about this now first of all cool yes Zoja wicked Felicia Dayback I'm sold give me that expansion today you want to continue Groove? because your style is pretty small hmm. you, I, I can do the Cryptus yeah. the Cryptus the Cryptus are one of the meteor enemies we fought to date 
finding a new enemy force that touched on past lore, but was also fresh and exciting to long-term players, was a significant goal of ours, and a very interesting challenge from a world-building perspective. Creatures of the Demon Realm. It's been a hot minute since we faced off against foes from across the mists. With the exception of a few cryptists that have wiggled their way through Tyria's back door in the past, we oh, haven't spent so a lot of time with these guys before. <laughs> I agree. They're fleshy, <laughs> they're horrifying, and they're eager to take us out. Not on a date, apparently. But they've not <laughs> necessarily... A w oh, this one is important. But they're not necessarily a world-ending threat, per se, as menacing as they are. We just got done with the Elder Dragons, after all. As you dive into Guild Wars 2, Secrets of the Obscure, and fight back against the Cryptus, you'll unravel a much more personal rivalry between some of our key players, mm. one that has lasted for over a millennium. Better yet, after we've completed the first leg of the story high above the cloud cover of Tyria, we're going to continue this journey in a much more curious environment. So do you think the personal rivalry is Balthazar and, and Mingus? Could be. I was expecting something more along the lines of like, is Garen and the enemy, and the enemy. or like a yeah, character that we have that is currently alive, so that that tension can build, and it's not just like, oh, Balthazar is dead. You yeah, dead. It's all fine now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like that too. For next, you have thoughts. Mm. Um, I I think yeah. I mean, so. If it is the Fisher of Woe, and we are getting Menzies, Menzies is the eye, um, he allied himself with Doom, he allied himself with Abaddon, as we've spoken about before, he is the head of the, the, the Shadow Army, the, um, this is all kind of, the, the ducks are all lining up. Except, um, I, go on. It, it says creatures of the demon realm, yeah. and is Fisher of Woe really the demon realm, or is that... Uh, the Realm of Torment. Mm. I'm not sure. Can they be both? Mm. Why not both? Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I think that the, the, cat I think I the catalyst. <laughs> Sorry. I think the catalyst is the fact that the the realms have been discombobulated by Krakatoleric, right? Mm -hmm. He was literally consuming. We've got we've got misrealms falling out of the sky into Tyria. So no, but not only that, but also just the gods leaving those their realms have them getting destroyed, have them falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. And Balthazar is literally dead. He's his energy has been consumed. Yeah. But I assume that Menzies I mean Mingus took over at that point, right? Like his Mingus's energy uh, kept the Fisher Woe together after Balthazar was imprisoned. Most likely. I mean, you would imagine. Yeah. You would imagine that he took advantage of the power. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I feel like I feel like rivalry is is um is conflict between peers. I don't think mm. it's necessarily describing a conflict between Enemy factions. Yeah, that's the that's a different kind so, of rival a rivalry, like you said. You can have a rivalry against, yeah against peers. Yeah, peers. But they did. But they call it a very per, they call it a very personal rivalry though, mm -hmm. which 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 is what made me think of you know the brothers. 
Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Could be. I just don't know how that would feel... Like, how that would have the payoff within the bounds of the expansion. Granted, we don't know all of the characters that we're going to be interacting with, but... Just the line is, like, as you dive deeper into the expansion, you'll begin to realize maybe personal rivalries that we had no idea about or, you know, the whole purpose of the Astral Ward and if there are deeper connections. Because that's always a nice payoff when you're like, oh, they actually were, like, really good pals and then someone went awry and then you have to fight your your past lover or your past friend or whatever. Yeah, I I wonder, though, okay, so (laughs) let's say it has nothing to do with the rivalry between Mingus and Balthazar. Let's say that's off track. It's not even Mingus, it's demons from the realm of torment, some other realm, just the demon Mm -hmm. realm. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is the rivalry between Isgarin and some other force of evil. Would that be uh, something that you're excited about, or is that slightly disappointing if you learn that the wizard's tower's entire purpose and Isgarin's entire purpose is just to combat this non-world-ending evil, this this other gut dude who's a demon and sends demons into this world? I think that would be satisfactory. You don't have, not every storyline has to be well, about world and the world. No, sure, sure. But, like, uh, the wizard's tower feels like more than that though felt like a literal like kind of if this is gone the whole world is gonna end kind of thing no or like it was a no, barrier thought... or a wind or like a door yeah into like another... a, yeah astral world a word sounds mm. sounds like a, a defense system to more than just you know little demons coming in i mean isn't that like an invade but it's an invasion right i mean if they're invading then it's fairly like <laughs> and I think they're very smart to directly say that this is not a world-ending threat on the scale yes. of, like, a mass mm. invasion force that will wipe out Tyria. It does seem to be a bit more localized in terms of, you know, what the Wizard's Tower is there for and what the Astral Ward's mission is right. to, A, kind of bring down that expectation of a world-ending threat like the Dragon Cycle so that they can continue to do these more isolated stories. So we're not always just chasing that, you know, juicier, bigger moment. You know what? A a good... You know, in my mind, is a good, like, middle ground that would be really interesting um, lore-wise and story-wise for Tyria is that... um, Tyria, created by the dragons created by Suwan, uh, exists as a... Um, so uh, the way I think of it in my mind, the world of Tyria and the world of, like, the beyond Tyria is a world of pure magic and space. Mm-hmm. And Tyria was formed by Suwan as a sort of, um, like, a fight against entropy a fight against chaos. Mm. Um, it, it created order. The uh, Anteria itself is like a bastion of order in a field of the mists, which the further out you go, just becomes more and more chaotic. And mm-hmm. the void kind of represents that chaos, uh, which is what everything is outside of Tyria, except for other places where, similarly to Suan creating Tyria, other entities created their own worlds. Like, that's where the 
Uh, that's where the human gods came from. They came from another world that was created as a bastion against the mists, against the chaos all around them. But that world, I guess, got destroyed in some way. And so the human gods came here to find another place that is no, not as chaotic. And I'll be right back in like two minutes. Okay, I've got to possibly my friend. keep going. Possibly the wizard is Garen is aware of the situation, the eternal alchemy, aware of what's happening, where what's beyond Tyria and is protecting Tyria from the chaos, uh, the chaotic entities. Like we, we saw that people can get turned into demons by being exposed to too much chaos magic, essentially. Um, so possibly just, you know, just out there is where the demons reside and they're trying to make their way in. And so it's protecting against those things. So in my mind, that's important, but not world ending. But it reveals a more interesting thing going forward in that what's beyond Tyria. How, in 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 an ocean of entropy, uh -huh. without a fundamental underlying kind of structure and uh, ordering of things in an automated sense, like we have gravity in our uh -huh, uh -huh, our uh -huh, uh -huh. existence. Um, yeah, yeah. How did these bastions of well, Suwan order it arise? Her... In her, so I'm described what she did. No. no, I mean in the vaguest terms. Exactly, possible. exactly wait, wait, as vague as possible. But I think because it's which a, it's is a magic probably point. why I think they're not going to go that high level because like, these are very difficult questions well, to answer. I, I, look, for some reason, I feel like this universe is just like our in in our world. Um, Earth and solar systems is formed of gaseous clouds that condense into uh, physical things. And in their world, it's gaseous magic that condense into physical things. <laughs> I mean, um, I, um, <laughs> yeah, anyway. I would Brilliant. like a cosmology. I would like a Carl Sagan-esque cosmology for for the a, a proper creation story and to understand where we I it was not I was not satisfied with what we got it was the clip notes abridged a nice story about her somehow there's no who created the thing who you, it, it the problem with the god created everything is who created god right that's the that's where we are with this story is that the answer how of, did she come to always be? was must suffice. oh no I don't like no boo Mm. Yeah. She, anyway, Tyria Tyr is the dragon world, and there are lots of other worlds out there, but created by different entities that just happen to be. And the cryptos are knocking on our door, on our well, they slipped through our back door. Yeah. And they, <laughs> said, they wiggled their way. They wiggled their way through our back door, and <laughs> they're here to take us out. So yeah. really rude, but I'm I'm extremely excited to see something different. To see something that is wild and juxtaposes and contrasts Guild Wars 2's saturated and vibrant 
aesthetic. I like mm. the concept art that we've seen and the snippets that we have seen from um, blog posts of in-game shots have been interesting, but they're always like looking at the cryptus from behind. And I just want to see like a good, like, <laughs> Good full frontal, you know. I want a good full frontal. I mean, there, there is, is a this. This is a crypt. This is a front. This is not. But from it's behind. concept <laughs> art. But it's concept so, art. Fornex, Fornex. Sure. Just to just to continue with what I was saying, there is mm -hmm. evidence for what I'm saying in Tyrian lore, in that the god realms are essentially mm -hmm. realms created and held together by these entities that are the gods mm. creating order out of the chaos because they have the power to do so. Mm. So I think, I think that could just be expanded upon and that's exactly, that's just what the world is. That's what all the mm. worlds are in Tyria. Mm. I just want to understand the mechanism by which they can do that. I mean, there's a, the, is there a prime mover? Is, is, that's what that's I want to question. know. Is, that's a very good is, question. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do have a a theory my kind of theory as to what the tower is who and why it was put there i i have my own kind of head canon that of, of what i think it is if um if anyone wants to yeah go for it yeah um, absolutely um so i think that this that the, the tower was placed there when the gods arrived when the human gods arrived on Tyria. I think it's the, the, the guard at the gate that um, whatever drove humanity from their realm, it's, I think it might be the cryptus or who, who, whoever is driving this horde of demons mm. to assault. So they put the guard on the gate, they, they locked down the planet, they exodused all that they could to safety, and they made uh, this place a bastion. They didn't realize that the place that they'd run to was already inhabited, it already had a rather aggro landlords uh, but this was the safest place that they could find and Kraukatorik has disrupted the order he's broken the, the, the protections that, that were placed on it when they arrived and now we're dealing with the consequences and I think that we will I think that we might get, find ourselves on the original homeworld or what's left of the original homeworld of the humans after this demon in invasion so we, we get to see that. what could be the consequences if we don't thwart them that that would be awesome oh, that that sounds like you do idea. mention that, that would be equally interesting to me as to what the, i was talking about and they do mention <laughs> that with the you know of course the concepts of teleportation and, and mist traversal with like demons mm. coming to us we can go mm. through to different realms the the mention at the very end says going to continue this journey in a much more curious environment which has that element of like oh this is what might you know might happen if you don't protect your place and this yeah. is you know you got to go to the source and kill it or whatever i don't know which is why i said it's good news for you because this does sound like we are going to go to another another extraordinary realm be it the yeah. home of the humans or the home of the cryptus or the fisher of woe or under under magnus or maybe because you have to remember that he allied with Doom and with Abaddon. Mm. So if there's anything left of Doom, if there's anything left of Abaddon, any aspects of them that have been, been sheared off, think of them as Horcruxes, although I, you know, should mm. be excommunicated for referencing that. Um, oh, then just it might be there. Sleep, right? Doom's still around. Yeah. Yeah. But 
if you because you I, I i just keep thinking back to um balthazar stripped of his powers chained somewhere it, it they they couldn't kill him or they didn't want to kill him maybe there's maybe there's a reason that they can't end his existence because of his attachment to this power which also kind of uh circles back to what you were saying so ex human beings exposed to demonic energy become demons human beings exposed to draconic energy mm. take on the aspect of the dragons human uh, human beings exposed to divine energy become the human gods we see this in Cormier, right? So human beings oh exposed God. to meat energy become cryptus. Yep. Too much oh my God, it's energy. the Borg. Are the Borg coming? <laughs> oh my God. This is going to be amazing. I, I love this. This is really, really great. Well, I, I mean, I just had an idea there as well. Like, they're talking about Tyria and whatnot and revisiting some of these places. I'm just wondering about, like, demon versions of these some of these maps maybe like if we're going into the mists and whatnot we're going to where they come from wondering like about different versions of these maps and what they might look like if they were infested with like you know just got the cryptus hanging out living there you know and that kind of thing we have to go to their realm to do something to like block off this way to our world and do you know what i mean i don't know those are random thought i had mm. be fun I and mean, we'll find it, out August 22nd. <laughs> well, I mean, they did say that we're going to be experiencing demon incursions across the planet. Mm. So this is not just on the archipelago above the sky in the in the kind of reflected terrier. Yeah. Um, so mm. that that could have interesting comment and that could be perhaps the catalyst for the 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 revival and uh, uh, rejuvenation. Well, I think they said rejuvenation in this art, uh, in this article of Tyria, so that we could see that that kind of renewing of the the uh, the older areas. They they kind of transition, maybe. Mm. Mm. Maybe a new world boss, Cryptus. I mean, they could have some. Strike. Well, there are mm -hmm. interesting developments with how these gameplay systems might turn out in recent blog posts and videos oh. revealed with Behind the Voices featuring oh. Felicia Day. Well, we, do we have to go all forward in our uh, in our readings of what we're doing today then? I mean, we can. <laughs> it's a very good conversation to have, though. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I like, I'm really excited for this really dark... Like, we went on this... Sorry, I got something on my eye. We got something in we really went a bit darker with the whole the recent story right um our post ender dragons and it was also just about the mental health aspect and we're actually that is actually continuing that theme is continuing so we, we will start to go over towards the other article actually fairly shortly so there is the darker side coming out and i think the demons and the cryptus and everything else are very symbolic of mental health um journeys as well so i think that that theme is going to cross over a lot because when we go to the article you'll, you'll probably see more so um what i'm talking about because you know so just had quite the journey um from heart of thorns and we're going to find out more about that which i'm very excited about um does someone want to read this Tyria continued bit and then we can go to the screen sure. i'll article. get through it fast Tyria continued guild wars two secrets of the obscure will set the pace <laughs> as Tyria looks to the future 
There are whole facets of the world that have yet to be explored, uh, much like the Wizard's Tower and the Fractured Archipelago that we'll be ascending to in just a few weeks. Beyond that, Tyria has a lot of healing to do. The Silvari need to recover from the events following Guild Wars Two Heart of Thorns. Uh, it's been a while, but they still haven't recovered. Uh, the Char and Norn are it's on only the been like it. eight years. I mean, it's not yeah. long. <laughs> the Char, the Char and Norn are on the men following the Ice Brood Saga, and some people are also on the men following it as well. Um, Cantha has been revealed to the world. Heck, the pack needs a new purpose, and we're about to meet the Astral Ward. Uh, Tyria is mm. at a turning point. But before Tyria can truly heal, we're going to take you to on a cosmic journey. Ooh, ooh, yeah. a cosmic journey. Mm-hmm. I read that. Oh. Like, oh, that's space, guys. Uh, from one player who spent thousands of hours digging into Guild Wars 2 and Guild, Guild Wars and Guild Wars 2 to our community, we're excited to open a new door. Mm. And I... Are, are the, you think they're referencing that door in mm-hmm. the trailer, the space Maybe. door? I think they're referencing the legendary Wendy Williams uh, mass singer <laughs> song. Uh, no one opens the door for a native New Yorker. Okay, so they're not representing. Uh, they're not, uh, not referencing the the door that the the back door that the. Uh, no, Jesus. <laughs> Remember your safe word, kids. No. They said, oh "Hello." <laughs> okay open up please we are going over to now uh the first look at felicia's day guild wars to um return as zoja to um as they come into the expansion is there anything else in that last bit where we're just like oh cool that you want to quickly talk about or was that kind of like yeah well you know it's just a good roundup nice love it I think they're just re- reiterating future stories that we're going to see. Something that is more based in Tyria. The tales of Tyria. Okay. Sounds good. I mean, I will say that they've confirmed that at some point, um, Aureed is coming back, her temporary departure. Mm. And they've, they've, kind of, they've, they've kind of laid the groundwork, if, if they want to, to go to a, another Char storyline with the Kano. Crichton mm-hmm. uh, politics, the Omicron, Cantha um, opening up, um, and its interactions, and, and and perhaps even you know, I mean, fingers crossed, the Tengu at some point. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, yeah, they've 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 left the door open so they've that they have as many options sleeves. as possible. They do, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. For, so this article um, was an interview with not with it wasn't with Felicia Day, but it was with uh, Bobby Stein. Zoja, it was with Zoja and with uh, Zoja. Indigo as well <laughs> from Marina that, and it, it, it gave us some just extra bits of info. We'll, we'll watch that video as well in a bit, which is the um, countdown to Guild Wars Two with Felicia Day, which was very very mm-hmm. cool. Uh, we're not going to read through the entire article, but there's some bits and bobs in here. Which have you all read it? No. Yes, I'd say about ninety percent of it. Okay, Crown Herald. Did you read? Nope. It? Didn't read it. Okay, so I mean, I'm going to pull up. Did some you read it, Chabro? I yeah. read some of the bits. I posted. Wow. Yeah. So there was like. Um... I come to class prepared. <laughs> this is fine. This is, what, this is what I have to deal with. Um. But basically, this, this it's just, it's a really, really good, solid article. I would literally, I would say, I'm going to post it in the comments in the YouTube video, but I would say if you have not read this article yet, um, go to screenrant.com uh, and 
what read it because it, it's just very good um actually i'm gonna throw up this trailer very quickly i think as well up. Throw what don't throw up wait what <laughs> why am i gonna throw up i'm not throwing up don't. out of excitement for the new expansion um... oh too much sugar <laughs> okay Oh my god, Weapon Mastery Ultimate Tier List featuring <laughs> our lovely friend, Boots. No. Wow. We're doing this first. Is this the one minute version? Yes. Is, what was the other There's version? There's a longer two minute version on the official Guild Wars 2. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go and grab that. With more uh, in-game footage that was not shown in this one. Aha. Oh. It's on the, it'll be on the uh, Guild Wars 2 YouTube as well, I'm assuming. Okay. Ah, there we go. That's right there. Two minutes and fifty-three seconds. Yeah, let's watch this. Let's watch this for a second. Alright. Okay, we're gonna I'm gonna play this. You're not gonna hear it on the um here, because obviously you can't say if you need to what go and watch it. Go and check out the stream while we're doing this. But we're just gonna put this on for three minutes and we're gonna turn we're gonna see it's Felicia Day and Guild Wars 2 Secrets of the Obscure. It's a big return. If you are a newer player and you don't know who Felicia Day is, where have you been? <laughs> uh, that's all I'm going to say. Okay, I'm going to play. Here we go. Whenever you're ready, kick it off. Everything is going to change again. But I think I'm okay with that. I was so excited to return as Zoja. It's been, I think, almost 10 years. And over the years, I've had so many fans approach me, where is Zoja? Where is Zoja? I need to focus. Keep the big one off me, and I'll finish the spell. It's really wonderful to see the transformation from Zoja in previous times, as opposed to now, because she's really come quite a long way. She's been through a lot. She was more of a tech person. She was a golemancer. And now we're diving into this world of magic, which is really fun to discover the side of her. I love Zoja's sense of humor. I love the fact that she's kind of prickly, but has a lot of love underneath all that prickle. And I also love that she carries the memory of people really strong in her heart. I, I definitely dig deep to try to find the similarities in me and the characters. I think I'm definitely kind of snarky, although she's a little bit more confident in her snarkiness. A little hard to concentrate with catapults lobbing stones at my face. Deal with them! I'm a little bit less so confident as a person, and this new arc of Zoja's is really lovely to play because she does have this self-doubt in trying to enter this new world as an elementalist. So there's going to be a, a moment of a sigh where you get even more intimate. Gotcha, okay. So it's a little too urgent. Okay, great. Well, I started out as an actor, and I was kind of frustrated with that, so I started writing and producing things for the internet. It was interesting and great, but I, I definitely feel really secure in what I've been doing the last couple of years, bringing characters to life, creating characters, and just making stories. I certainly have had some really fun blooper moments. I wish they could kind of cut together some of the horrible pronunciations I have done. There's a word, cortege. I don't even know what this word was that they wrote me, but I messed it up a lot. <laughs> We're still caught up on this word. I received a piece of advice from my acting teacher, Iris Klein, and she told me, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. I literally will sit there in the bathroom and look over and the toilet roll will be empty. I'm like, I don't want to replace that. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And I replaced that toilet roll. 
Over the years, I definitely have learned a lot about myself, realizing that a lot of the things that were, you know, taking my time up weren't really that satisfying. It was just way better be, to be with the people I love and doing the things that I really absolutely love. What the f Who was that? <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be exciting. Really good piece. Like that was just like, hi, your door Sue. Can you like give us some more of that stuff, please? <laughs> to Sue expression. Like I think out of anything so far that has been dropped regarding secrets of the, of the obscure and Guild Wars Two, this is probably one of the biggest things they've dropped, even over maybe announcing the expansion itself the amount of people this would have hit because felicia day tweets it out to what the one to however million followers she has and then she's got like one million followers on like instagram and stuff i'm like do you know what i mean <laughs> like, it's probably so it's probably been the most amount of information we've learned about the expansion like other yeah. people other people sorry not us and it's it's vital to get even a little bit more insight into the characters that we are going to be with in the yeah. expansion. And even though we know of, I, I, don't even, I even hesitate to say that we know who Zoja is. We knew Zoja, but so much time has passed to the point where she might be a familiar face, but a completely different person in how she is conducting herself, her overall goals and her attitude. Um, oh yeah, she's an elementalist now. I'm, yeah, and I thought that was actually really interesting to like dive into a character change that she always was an elementalist, but I felt like her focus was on her gallimancy with Mr. Mm. Sparkles. But now, oh, yeah. you know, going back into the motifs <laughs> of this expansion, more magic focused, I was really pleased to see them like focus in on who Zoja is in terms of combat as an elementalist. And I was like, I'd love to get more of that and more story in regards to the professions and the systems within the world. But now, where's Miss Sparkles? I was wondering that if we'd, like, see a reprisal of Mr. Sparkles 2.0, but I'm not, I don't think we will. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah, I would uh, be hesitant to say that that is unfortunately not something we will see, maybe. Oh, you never know. You never know. You never know. Um, okay, so... I'm just checking to see if we're still viewable on the screen as well um but sure. there is a slide within that that they show mm. and technically it is released to the public even though they kind of tried to blur out parts of it but it has to do with the heart of the obscure oh and the potential gameplay implications of the heart of the obscure in terms of it being used as a system that leads you to opening and closing certain rifts in the world. Oh yeah, that's and, what we were thinking about, and right? And potentially yeah, sure. being some sort of a revamped uh, bounty system that people have taken to the Reddit. Um, Is it and, like and Rift? Off. Is it like Rift? Potentially, potentially. I mean, we have like the Rift stalkers, like during season four, there mm. were rifts that opened up and we go and close, close the rifts in an instance. Right. Um, they could take a part of that system and you know utilize it in this context mm. yeah based, based on the blog post that we got about it i think that's what we were kind of assuming it was right 
Yeah. We were talking yes. about invasions and stuff. But yeah. mm-hmm. the specific wording, which did make it out, even though they blurred it, they did specifically mention a revamp bounty system. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Nice. Okay. Cool. Exciting. Okay, I'm going to pick out some bits from the. Uh... Oh, pause. I'm going to explode our faces onto the screen a little bit more so uh, I can actually read these bits on pieces off of the article. Okay, so. This was an interview with Bobby Stein Indigo. Um, they discussed Zoldier's return to Guild Wars 2, working with the actress again after so many years. Ten years. Wow. Uh, and what players can expect from the expansion. So, Felicia Day's character Zoldier returns almost a decade uh, with a more evolved and matured personality. Of course, over ten years, you'd expect some growth, hopefully. Um, players will explore new maps and defend Tyria against the demonic cryptids in the upcoming expansion. The expansion introduces a meaningful and emotional story that delves into Zoja's growth and struggles, providing a relatable experience for players. Aha! Um, that is a long time. They've got a lot to explain <laughs> in that period of time. Is Well, not, not really. If she was up here on... No. No? In the castle the whole time. If she was in the wizard's tower the whole time, that's not too hard to explain, right? That was I mean, up here the whole time. That's why you can. But it th- but then you go into why the why. How yeah. do, how mm-hmm. did you come to this? Why did you come to this? When, you know the who, what, sure, when, where, yeah. why, how. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'll, yeah, that, yeah, that'll yeah, take yeah. A, a few minutes to explain. Yeah, a few minutes. Like this is happening over the course of the expansion. <laughs> this is a big deal. <laughs> um. Okay, so I'm going to read some little uh, bits. I didn't write who these who said who said what here, but they're quotes and from Bobby and, and Indigo. Actually, I did later on, so I did a little bit better. Um, when we finally had that story with Zoja, it was incredibly exciting. Some of the growth that Zoja has experienced would not have been possible without stepping away for a bit to find her own footing. And while while the Zoja we met during Secrets of the Obscure is the same character, our community remembers and loves from the past, she's grown a lot. So just talking about the growth. Um, Felicia has also experienced a lot of growth between now and then, and a lot of the threads we explore truly resonated with her, and she brought that growth straight into her performance as well. Which is very cool. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, okay, so are there any scenes that stand out? Oh, this is the question Screen Rant, Screen Rant asked to Bobby and Indigo. Are there any scenes that stand out to you as especially difficult or rewarding to get right in the booth? And then Bobby said, two come to mind and wouldn't be surprised if Indigo was thinking of them too. The first is a moment where Zoldra and a friend and a friend process some grief together. Whether or not that's us or not, or not I don't know. It was beautifully animated by our cinematic team and shows her character at a low point in the story where she opens up a little bit. Still a bit guarded as the emotions are very raw, but you start to see a different side of Zoja than before. She's definitely a, a closed-off type of character, but there's a lot going on behind those eyes in that moment. Felicia brought her A-game to the scene. Mm. So I think I've just kind of highlighted some mental health stuff, I guess, here. Uh, but again, thinking about where they left off with the last story we had, there was a lot of themes in that as well, which was very, very good. Um, something interesting Bobby said as well was uh, <laughs> that he said, he said, while I'm proud of what the teams have done with the launch up until up through End of Dragons, I'm happy to close that chapter on the game. I think they, got, they really did get to the point where they were like, 
I think we're done. <laughs> when are we going to be done? Can we just yeah. be done now? <laughs> I think anyone would, especially people who have stayed on uh, the production of Guild Wars 2 since the beginning. Yeah, and there's not many. Beyond that. Is there mm. many? Bobby's Bobby, definitely Bobby. Bobby's been there from Guild Wars, obviously. Like Colin and Colin's come back. Um, yeah, Matthew's gone and come back. Yeah. Who else has been? I mean, there's names we probably don't remember off the top of our heads, but... Oh. Yeah, I bet that was. Uh, I bet this is a really, really exciting time for them. Okay, what? Are, da, 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 da. We wanted to make sure that we could do Zoja justice and give non Asura player characters a chance to spend time with her. Don't forget that they really haven't. Like, if you're not an Asura, you haven't really encountered Zoja, and so you're like you've got to come up with a good crossover and a good amount of getting to know them i would say get to know her on a deeper level than before and yeah. seeing how miss day's life has advanced over the years running that's true if you're not an asura different. if you're not an asura your experience with zoja is in the like the middle levels cutscenes mm -hmm. when with, with um with destiny's edge where I, i'm pretty sure zoja was just kind of really not nice to the rest of Des destiny's edge in those cutscenes. yeah so i think if yeah if you're not an asura you, you kind of get the the kind of the meaner side of zoja for most of it true like the typical kind of mentor asura <laughs> attitude you know like like um mm -hmm. oh what was his name i can't remember well she the reason why i think she's also quite angry and like that is because she actually and here we go here comes the mental well, health analyzer done. yeah exactly yeah. so yeah. she doesn't want to she doesn't want to close she doesn't want to form close attachments to anyone at all because there's that and also she them. has resentment towards logan especially for sure uh, um due to what happened uh in the first face off with Krakatoric. There's going to be a lot to deal with in this in this um, expansion for Zoja. Just like for maybe when we get there and we greet her, that'll mm. be her first time learning about Krakatoric's going away. But I, I don't know, maybe not, because maybe the Wizard's Tower has like tabs on everything going on. I love that response in chat. My phone goes, Jones. To be fair, many in the community could use the mean yelling at. <laughs> I, I I probably agree with you some respect there. Oh, that's funny. Good point. Yeah, boots indeed. Is anyone else any other thoughts about kind of what's saying about like Zodra and their journey and just I'm gonna continue a little bit on here, but not too much. I mean, so her her kind of central pillar throughout the 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 part of the personal story that she inhabits for all players mm. is anger and resentment and she is like deep in her grief yeah and she is unrelenting in it and it makes and and uh, grief people deal with grief differently we've 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 run into it mm. in this aspect um with with i think three characters we we have bram who became embittered and angry and blaming us for basically for the death of his mother. Yeah. And then we yeah. had Zoja, who I think primarily, um, I think she was angry with Logan, but I think her, her I seem to remember her being specifically paired up with Air, and mm. her ire being towards Air, the great planner who had, who continued into the battle after Logan left. And that was why 
he thought that they, she lost her, her mentor. And then we have um, Kate. Mm-hmm. And her grief is twisted with shame and re- remorse and regret because she she was the she was responsible for her own grief because she ended the life of her sister and and she she did the entirely basically detached she she dis, she did she detached herself from everything around her other than her duty and you can see that in in her isolation. And I, and I wonder, for us, the player, we only know Zoja in that moment of anger and grief. Will we have some sort of conclusory conversations? Will we be privy to her evolution um, and her thoughts on the, like the passing of air? Because we, we never got to see what she thought about that. I, I I hope so. Yeah, I think we should. I think that's what they're trying to get at with these uh, uh in these what what they're saying about Zoja, right? They're they're trying to say that there's a lot of things to resolve about uh her feelings and what she's been doing all this time. I don't think it's really going to be touching upon what she's been doing all this time. That could be explained pretty quickly. It's it's what's been going on um, without her and how she has to deal with it all. Um, I mean, there's... They do say that they will be talking about that, yeah, about what she's been doing. No, I know, but I like. I don't think that's the important it, part. Yeah, what what she is doing can also mm. be told naturally through the environmental storytelling of, like, events and mm. all that stuff, but in terms of character development, I think who she has become through the passing of time is really going to be the most, at least for me, one of the most important elements I think so of well, her yeah. character. Mm. So you all think that she has been a member of perhaps the Astral Ward or the, the Wizard High yeah. Council for a significant period of time? Oh, I have That's no idea. Guess. Probably. <laughs> That's my guess. Or maybe not as significant. Well, I mean, depending on, like, where she is or whatever the hierarchy or structure is of this astral ward we don't really know what that is but just from the snippets of line lines that we have received from the video she has you know in combat she has that commanding presence but then the other lines that we received were like uh, the very first one which is like everything's going to change again but Mm. i'm okay with that and then also there was a line of like these people they care about me and like that sense of finally forming a relationship or at least connections with people and so we have a little insight into that growth already so when zoja was held captive by mordremoth my understanding was when she and logan got out they were both deeply affected by what happened to them Mm. i think logan less so than zoja Mm. Um, so it's, and, uh, Logan was able to recover, uh, you know, he's a little different, but he, he was able to recover. I think maybe Zoja needed something extra to recover and it's possible she went out seeking aid to learn how to recover properly. And it's possible that's what led her to the wizard's tower, maybe. Um, maybe. and I think maybe that's why yeah. she was there. And also, I'm also curious as to what exactly were the effects of the blighting pod for logan it seemed like it was much more physically based but as an asura for zoja it could have been a much stronger toll on her mental space and 
Oh my her god, absolutely. Emotional center. So I wonder if like that even affected Zoja as Nasura differently than Logan, hence why she has to go through a more magical route in like soul searching almost, which mm. we probably won't see much of, but we'll get to, you know, hear from Also her. she's just smaller, so you know yeah. any poisons in her affect her more than yeah. <laughs> well, she might be more affected. No, that's a good that's, yeah. that's a good point. I think that's uh, well, um, well I mean, the blighting pods were basically replication pods, which were back mm -hmm. to the Borg or mm -hmm. maturation chambers, right? Where they put somebody in and they duplicate them. They were going to make an army of Zojas, an army of Logans. They were going yeah, to, obviously, exactly twisted. And, but they, they were kind of like the, like a 3D printer with a master copy. Mm. And, and I seem to remember where the, the, there's two options. You can either go to try and save Logan or you can go and you can try and save Zoja and depending on the witch was the one who got out of the pod. But I mean, they're going to spin that however they want. Mm -hmm. I will say, I think, that, I think that the fact that she is wearing the Astral Scholar outfit gives credence to your, your, your assertion that she is a member of the Order, which... Yeah, which completely feeds into the logic of that. I just, I wonder if they're going to weigh into the, to the, to the mental. Again, we, we, they were looking at basically post-traumatic, mm -hmm. and I wonder if they're going to be leaning into that. Well, I'm sure with, the, yeah. with, with the kind of long-term consequences that kind of prisoner of war, basically, really. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot for that that need to be resolved. Uh, mentally for Zoja. I'm looking forward um, to that. It's going to yeah. be fun times. But I don't know. I think we might... I think she's already been resolved. That's it. It's been I, eight years, right? So but like... I, d I don't know if we're going to have... Uh, yeah. Have started a lifelong trauma? How <laughs> it gets re-triggered. Eight years is not long. <laughs> but they do mention that Zoja has matured in the writings in that screen post. Mm. Is that she has already gone through this so i don't know if we're going to be mm, we're going to get answers but i'm not sure if it's going to be something like giala delve or what maybe people wanted out of giala delve where we're in that moment going through it it'll be mm. ex an explanation and we will see the changes that all of that you know all of the mordramoth uh incidents how that has affected her but i don't think it's going to be as raw as it was you know, le like There's moments a, afterwards. There is a line or two which might counter that, which I do have here, but you can, it's open to interpretation. I'm going to read just like some little bit more, a little bit more of what, um, what was in the article I found important. So answering the question, what made this expansion the right time to bring Zoldra back to Guild Wars 2, Indigo said, uh, where we left off with Zoldra's arc in uh, HOT was pretty brutal after all. She'd had just suffered a horrible incident and returned to Radisum to recover and will soon learn she needed change. Zoja needed to find herself among the chaos of the Elder Dragons and expectations back at home, so she completely peaced out. She left. Like so like you saying boots, like goes to your point. Um but then there was something about middle adulthood, because she is technically middle aged, which is interesting because you know Felicia Day isn't oh, a you, million. You're saying there's a midlife crisis? <laughs> well, no, that's what they, that's what they infer to a degree, like, oh. with this, and it's, it's like, I mean, Felicia Day isn't technically middle-aged yet, and middle-aged is probably, and nowadays is about 50, 55, but like, which doesn't make sense, but 
in terms of so mentality. she's trading in she's trading in uh mr sparkles for a convertible <laughs> she that whip yeah. or sky scale they were really quick a lot of the emotional struggles that she tackled prior to and during the event of soto so you know she's still going through this are very real conversations that all of us have especially as we move into a middle adulthood so i'm thinking about her own journey through her own life where she is in life now and what she expects from the future not being part of like this young virile group of adventurers that's always saving the day like she sounds like she's moving into a place of more like kind of retirement almost to a degree or like she's going to start to after soto and i'm thinking that after this we probably won't see her again um because of this maybe one felicia days might not they might not be able to actually get her again in the future because it sounds like it was difficult to um and just like judging by what they're talking about in terms of the expansions and whatnot this will probably be the last time we see them um to setting up that kind of ending but yeah any thoughts about that at all don't know if anyone has anything to add yeah i think this is just them settling Zoja as a character where we've yes. we had the mm. peaks of everything in Heart of Thorns and then we had a big space where we don't know what happened but now in in Secrets of the Obscure we're going to hopefully and I obviously going to answer some of those questions that we have but see that she has settled in who she is more so mm, mm. because there has been such a stretch of time seeing her as the exact same would be a bit jarring because you're oh, like, no, well, she, what, she won't be. what were no. you doing? Yeah, yeah no, she's yeah. going to be different. Yeah. And I'm excited to see that. Mm. I mean, I would say that it's... How can I put this? It's about purpose and thoughtfulness as you as mm. you realize that there's, a, that there's like more years behind than there are ahead. Mm-hmm. Start to think about what you want to spend your time on and Mm. it's less about so i mean for example she was an apprentice and she her her identity was molded around her mentor whose loss devastated and and you you can maybe at some point she felt like she was on the coattails of 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 these great people following in their way and 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 you, you you get to a point in your life where you have to decide it's not about like going out and finding myself you you decide who you want to be and then you go and you make that happen if you have any kind of personal agency um and and you have any sort of the ability to do that there's lots of other prerequisites to be able to sort of set your path mm. um which is a deeper conversation but mm. it, it, i think that's the kind of the middlehood of of existence Mm -hmm. you you see where you've been you know who you are from how you and you know where you want to be or at least you have a directionality and you want it to have worth and merit and and if and if she has decided to commit herself wholeheartedly and her pursuits to this astral ward then or to the wizard's council then you you have to know that they must be a significant thoughtful force for good because she for all her um for all uh, her anger and grief she was a deeply moral person there was the right of it and she tried to do the right thing even 
even um, in in the face of all her grief. So I, I think I think it's about intention and purpose and deciding how to spend your time. So perhaps at least that's yeah. No, my I, I agree. Like in terms of like getting older, like absolutely, like you start to you change a hell of a lot like you know i'm very different to what i was like when i was 25 for example in terms of my own journey like wanting to settle down a little bit get more stability i'm not like out there doing all the things as much as i was i still am probably but like you know that journey you do become more solidified in who you are and what you want to represent and advocate for and you know all these things i think you're right you know seeing that more settled soldier soldier but also like you know within this bow is like it almost like is it a metaphor for Tyria as well like is what is this else of, um a kind of metaphor for as well i guess maybe it's something that i'm thinking about but yeah yeah or at least you don't you know what you don't want to do that's it exactly reader <laughs> so true mm. Mm -hmm. mm. absolutely because as you get older you start to give less of a fuck <laughs> about certain things expansion is is uh us learning that zoja doesn't want to have hangovers anymore <laughs> something like that she's like maybe i'm not built for that yeah. <laughs> um i miss there... alcohol i do i miss alcohol mm. yeah. there's, there's a little snippet of here about the future cast as well and they say i can't remember who said this i think it's indigo um it's a goal of us to introduce a newer cast in expansions moving forward with nods to our typical allies this keeps things fresh for returning players and approachable for new folks. It also highlights the fact that we're bring that we're exploring a new region, and thus we are pr thus are primarily interacting with new voices. Bring a soldier in, allowed her to serve as a grounding presence for the commander. Oh, that makes sense. Like you know, there's so much new, yet there's this really old acquaintance or this you know older friend or whatever that comes back to. That is kind of it's like when you go to a party and you don't know anyone, <laughs> you know? and then you run into someone and you're like, "Oh my god, we, oh. we, we're in the third grade together!" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank, thank God you're here. I have something in common with someone. I mean, that's my anxiety coming out probably, but hopefully someone understands. <laughs> I'm pretty sure some people do in the chat. Um, but yeah, it was a really good article. Go go read it. There's some really nice little insights about some of the processes and just their own thoughts and. You can see the growth in there, just not not even just as individuals writing the story and and you know where Bobby is in in this whole journey. He's been there for so long and like he's you know gone from a you know some really I can't remember what was the first thing he ever did like going from quests to like now overseeing all of this. Like he's grown a lot and it's just really cool. Um, I I also you know. like um, so yeah. A little while ago, you were talking about Bobby's line about saying being happy to be done with the um, yeah 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 the dragon cycle, and I think you're right that yeah it is partly they probably reached a certain point while writing the story that they were like we just want to be done with the dragon so we could go to more uh, some other <laughs> stories yeah but I think it's also probably um, that there's like a real cathartic feeling to mm. finally finish something that they've Absolutely. been developing and working on. <laughs> For ten years, yeah, no, or absolutely. Longer than that, really, it feels so good to finally finish it, you yeah. know, and and have absolutely. it out there. 
And that's one piece of content. Well, it's not one piece of content, but it's a whole story that someone can consume. And that that's from beginning to not not really beginning to end, but like, you know, wherever you want to say it, be, it began. But like, there's an end to it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, it must have been good. Also, like, just kind of saying goodbye to so many characters and so many people that also were voicing those characters and all of the different processes they had and people that came in from the beginning to the end as well. Like, the amount of... Yeah, processing that would take is, you know, that's a long, that's a journey right there. That's, that's a journey. Yeah, appreciate that work and effort. Okay. Good stuff. We're pretty much, we're pretty much done. Unless anyone has any more further yeah. comments. Nope. I want to go to bed. <laughs> or like <laughs> eat food. Um... <laughs> I do. Have to I'm excited to see Cryptus models. Yeah, so I'm like, I, I, I really hope that we get. I want to see the game wiggle. trailers. No, right? they got a wiggle. yeah. no wiggles. They're I'm banned. Some tentacles. I just hope that we get some more trailers because we're like three weeks away. Like that behind the the cast was great, but I want to like. I want to know more. Yeah, they really need games. They need more. a gameplay trailer. Like a proper game. Yeah, that'll trailer. probably come out like a week before. Or yeah, something. like normal. They're also releasing, like in the summer of insane amount of games coming out at the same time. Oh, they're they're in a bad area for releases. Like Baldur's Gate is next week. Like oh, the mm, rest of it. Yeah. Um, Starfield. There's Starfield. Tons. Yeah. There is. So, actually, there's Guild Wars too. That's up there. That is that's up a there. big name. Yeah. But like, yeah. do you think Baldur's Gate Man. people are like, oh my god, Guild Wars Two is releasing? Like, oh, do you yes. think? <laughs> do you um, think there are so many game? people like, that play Guild Wars Two that play Baldur's Gate Three? Like, yeah. there were so many people. <laughs> I've got a hundred hours into that game, and it hasn't even released yet. <laughs> wow. But I always wonder if people who are like, wow, they're like, oh my god, the Guild Wars Two expansion's releasing. Oh no, we gotta line that up. Or if it's always just like whichever game you most closely associate with. Are we all worrying about everything or can everything release at the same time and coexist normally? It's gonna take it's gonna take people's because people don't tend some nowadays I think people are like, I will buy it when it comes out after a while or like after I've seen reviews and stuff. Like people are a little bit more cautious with their money because there are so many games. And <laughs> it's just like oh my god. Also, as a note, in the description below, you can purchase the game from one of these wonderful personages. What? Affiliate links, because they're all ArenaNet partners, including myself. So wow. there's a link down there if you want to support one of these awesome personages or myself. It would be massively I do want to buy some new brogues. I do want to buy some new brogues. Some new what, sorry? Brogues. Brogues. Yeah. And I just brogues. bought a um mm. a skiff skin like because you guys told me to and now i need to replace those gems somehow i want to pay my um internet bill so i can keep doing this uh i've got to pay for my yeah, cat's litter and food and insurance so i don't know if anyone's cat seen the cat insurance there's cat insurance yeah of course what? Cats have insurance. Yeah, well, that you mean like health, health insurance? Health, health, health yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> optional. You don't have to buy pet insurance. 
if you don't buy pet insurance for your pet, you are awful. Uh, you just know what you're what? doing. What do you, mean? you just go to no, the vet. No, pets have an emergency. Yeah, they go to the vet, of course. And how do you think you yeah. pay for that <laughs> with insurance? You, you <laughs> hope that you take good enough care of your pet that they don't need to spend more than the insurance costs. I think I can safely bill. say that if I've a never pet paid gets, a pet insurance. If one of your pet, like, if a pet gets an injury or like some kind of disease, yeah, you take you're going to pay like what 10 is grand? it, like an iPhone? It's oh my god, grand. that's wild! You don't get pets? Like, there's so many people with pet insurance. I don't I think I've ever heard someone refer to it as pet insurance. Really? Pet insurance. Is pet insurance? What else is it called? Cat insurance, then? I just always, like, you just go to the vet, <laughs> and then if you have insurance, like, they I don't use know. It. Yeah. It costs mm. a lot less. I will say Guild Wars 2 know. has an... Dragging the back on topic for a second. Um, Canada's cheaper than America. This is America, though. Um, <laughs> Sorry, God. Jesus, God. Um, <laughs> I would say that Guild Wars 2 has a bit of an edge when it comes to um, the purchasing process because it doesn't have mm. um, a subscription. And, the, and everybody who, who plays the game knows that the content is evergreen. You can buy it tomorrow, not play it for two years, go in and you're everything will be fine yeah. you're not gonna you're not behind the curve you're not anything acres of story to play that's right which i think is is a great Oof. advantage how they're how they're delivering content so um, much stuff. unlike me with 14 yeah mm. all behind the curve also path of xr2 trailer and stuff came out because xr cons on at the moment anyway oh, uh, I remember that being announced a while back. Oh, yes. There is a lot of stuff at the moment. It's kind of scary. Um, okay, we're going to end the podcast there. Unless anyone had any mm -hmm. uh, any more points. And if you saw during the stream, if anyone saw a cat going over there and eating food because something has moved, no, I will give that, you that 400 gems insurance. in the comments if you, if you find out the time for that. I will give you 400 gems for the first person if there was a cat there and I knew... You find this, you find that timestamp. I will give you 400 gems. First person to comment on YouTube. So. If I don't know if it did, the 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 small little thing could have just fallen out by itself. But what's your cat's name? I don't have one yet because they're scared. Oh, they're you have insurance, but you haven't given them a name. Wow. Well, wow. that's funny because you do need a name, so I just wow. use the one from the shelter. Yeah. Which is? I'm not saying their name from the show because it's shit. Oh, you're gonna dox your cat? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no. The, the cat. Well, the cat's name, um, in the in the adoption place was Buttercream, which is not a name that I want oh. to. Oh, that's fair. Out. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not great. She is uh, one. She's one years not, old. Not to hurt any buttercreams out there. Yeah, Y'all yeah, are sorry. amazing. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, but she is one. Oh, such a. She was in a she was a stray and she's been in tons of different showers and she's just been hiding and I let the I opened the door yesterday so she could come out and she's under my bed and she got into this tiny little area which I thought I'd blocked off and she's just sitting there scared so I'm like hoping she keeps about, coming out. What about cream cheese? I'm not into cream names cheese. that are multiple <laughs> names. I'm not into compound names. Mm. Mm. Like Mr. Like, Fluffball, like you either choose fluff or you choose ball, Jura, one or the other. Or Fluffball, not Mr. No, Jura. it could be one or the other. 
true. one or the yeah. other. I mean, some people like buttercream. That's true. I, yeah, I just... Oh, I love eating buttercream. Not, not... <laughs> I'm not a big fan of buttercream, actually. Really? Yeah. I don't know what buttercream is, so... I... No, I yeah. I have to disagree. No, we, we no, boots. Cat, <laughs> no. <laughs> we had a cat, and he, he was called the Fudge because he was the Fudge. I he actually like fudge. that name. He was. The was fudge. his name? That's it was. Good. It was. Was the first name last name basis? It was like the dude from Big Lebowski. Was it was almost like an honorific? Yes, it was like okay. an honorific. He was. There's the wiggle fudge. room for that in my okay, house. Okay. okay. In my house. He, he was I'm a good boy. He was I'm a good boy. Thank you. Yes. Mm. Yeah, it's so, very generous uh, of you, darling. I will be working on this name in the com coming months. Okay. But first of all... Are you going to name it after, like, a Guild Wars 2 char? Well, I was thinking of it, and I've, I've looked up a couple of names. There's some, but, like... That'd be hella nerdy. I mean, <laughs> Just, it's going to be massively nerdy, Kroof. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I had, the, I had the name Nebula as well. Krisha? I was thinking, well, Krisha is a nice one. But I'm not connecting to it much. I got to connect to it. So mm. it might be an Asura. So maybe Soja. My dog's name oh, is Poutine. Oh, that would be actually kind of cool. It's kind of cute. My dog's name is Poutine. Oh, actually, My dog's yeah. Name is poutine. You could do a British junk food or like, you, yeah, call, you call your cat. What's it? Croissant. <laughs> I actually kind of like Soja. Bangers and mash. I could call my cat Soja. Call your cat's buddy. Yeah, Soja's kind of cute. Did, like we just, did we just kind of determine a potential name on stream? That is one of them. I need good, more. Yeah. I like Soja. Not timey. We've had enough of that. Yeah. Maybe. Mr. <laughs> Pigglesworth. Anyway. Mrs. Sparkles. Mrs. Sparkles. But it has to be first name, last name. She's Ms. Ms. Because you can't have a compound. Because she's not Mrs. She's not married. I like <laughs> author names like Asimov and things like Ooh. that. Like and Belikovsky. Yeah, oh, my God. one of Don't my favorite authors. Oh. Okay. Do, don't let's not talk about the foundation. That, let's mean... just not talk about it. Okay. Okay, Kroof, okay. okay. what do you too do? Too soon. <laughs> Hi everyone, I post videos on the internet and I uh, do things that used to be called tweets, but now they're called X it's, because we're in the new the era and it's stream. really cool and like if you're not doing that, you're not cool and if you're not placating to teenage boys, then you're not cool even though you might be in your like, you know, midlife crisis era. <laughs> Other than that, you can find me posting AI art because I don't care about art artist credit and credibility <laughs> thanks for having me well that's right Kroof when we were talking about Zoja having possibly a midlife crisis we didn't talk to you and ask you how you related to the midlife crisis a midlife stuff. crisis yeah um I'm in my quarter life um yes um, yeah. one sixth life crisis one one fifth one sixth life crisis something like that let's hope at least I mean Man. So far, it's going pretty good. Let's say good. one tenth. Like, it's <laughs> so just far, it's going pretty good. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Love it. Okay, crew, thank you so much. Next is going to be B B Boots. What are you doing? Hi. I'm B B Boots. Um, you can find me on World Avengers on YouTube. And uh, mm. uh, yeah, go check that place out. Also, I've been a uh, video with WP recently. I was there, and there's going to be another one either today or tomorrow. 
Um, and that's it. Okay, okay. And last, but certainly not least, Fornax, aka the Creighton Herald. What have you do? What have you do it? What What was the video about boots? Oh, he and wanted to um, go. Sorry. Oh. It's okay. Just completely <laughs> override go... your own introduction about what you yeah, do. I, I know, but just quickly, <laughs> sorry, please. I'm it was curious. he wanted to go over uh, the upcoming changes to elite spec weapons and do a tier list of um, of how good each one would be, which I have spec. some thoughts and feelings on. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we uh, oh, we were right about the I think tea. we were right about a good amount of them, and I think a few of them we were not quite on the money, and I think that's fine. Wait, a tier, a tier list? So he did like S tier, like which weapons for classes? Yeah. That's so weird of, uh, when you don't know anything about them. <laughs> and neither of you played it. <laughs> no, not Wait, the new what? weapons. Not the new, not the new, not the new ones. The ones they've announced. No, the yeah. beta ones. Yeah, the beta ones. Mm. Okay, I'm, I'm totally beta. gonna watch that. Thank you. I, I love listening to you guys banter. You're such good friends. <laughs> it's lovely. Okay, sorry. I'm Fornax the Crichton Herald. I'm a fan of wooden potatoes and boots over there. <laughs> and <Bruce laughs> Jeb. All of you guys. And oh, Rook, who is who has abandoned us to go and have yeah, awesome fun. Yeah, they spend time Fantasy with another would... MMORPG. <laughs> Cheating on us, it's just disgraceful. Yeah, um, but I make content over on YouTube. I occasionally stream here on Twitch, um, mostly for Guild Wars 2, but I am going to be jumping into Palia. But do check out my latest video where I kind of do a weird lore dive into the possibilities for um, the purpose of the Wizard's Tower and mm. the possible allies that we could see. I'm hoping for a Lagos. Lagos unexpected entry into the story as maybe allies of the crypto it'd be fun i'm, I'm here for it yeah nice and that's it okay and i am jebro make sure you check out all this stuff please would appreciate it massively everyone thank you so much for being here um we may there might be a board we'll we'll talk about borders game can, can we please i would love if everyone to. wants to if they're if everyone's gonna buy it then sure Though so um, I think it only is four I, people I in a party. Have. Oh, really? Yeah, four, four to a party, that's true. So one of us is going to get kicked out. Um, Damn. I'll just cast it with you. We could Who rotate. We dislike Can you most. Rotate? Rook is not here. <laughs> yeah, Rook is not here, so they're not. They're out. They're out. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll actually base it on the fact of on who is actually regularly here, because then that would make sense. Okay. Well, Thing, if they just open it up to five people, oh. I didn't know that actually. I know it, we're we're one over. Good thing Rook is simply the case. That's true. <laughs> um, actually, no. She would be salty as all. No, shirt she would be the. She is... Be one person. <laughs> Do you know what the uh, one person? Do you know what character you play? Like what what your classes? Wow, be? I I I I swear, like you want to go. <laughs> I swear you want to go and like. Oh dinner. yeah. And like you're gonna. I I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be playing a druid at least for the first run through. Well, um, is it just because of that cutscene? You no, know, I was like, we should all have a meeting and decide <laughs> who we're gonna play. Oh, because of the back. But that one cutscene. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> that is why. Yes. That is why. <laughs> 
I want to have some fun with bears. No. Well, I'm going to be a dwarf. They got so. banned on TikTok for that. They got banned on TikTok for As that. They Are you As they should. No, no I am serious. Yeah. TikTok you, won't address you. the bullying and harassment, but will ban. I mean, it is. Consensual flirtation y coitus with m m mammals, yes. With well, technically, bear. it's not the word I'm going to say. I'm pretty yeah, sure that's like, get that, but... like, get that gay shit off the TV. I'm not watching that. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, no. okay. So. I wish I hadn't said anything now. Okay. Carry <laughs> no, on. I think we're all reminded <laughs> I... about a fantastic so moment good. which every where everyone was just like, this is I very do like cool. And I'm like, not, just completely not confused. Not for kinks, though. Not for kinks. Mostly for scouting, to be honest, but what you know. You okay, what you okay. okay, okay. Okay, hey, what? Fine. Fine. Can, that's fine. fine. <laughs> you can do what you want as long as it's. <laughs> Alright, anyway, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna hope, I'm gonna rate someone, but also please go and follow and check out the uh, podcast anchor.fm slash jebro. Um, there is also a link below the Twitch channel on twitch.tv slash jebro unit as well. YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and uh, follow all these wonderful people. Their information will be in the description as well. Uh, let us know what you thought about this episode. Please chuck a review or rate it or whatever, wherever you're listening to this too. That would be massively appreciated if you do want to support the channel or the podcast. Massively appreciated. Do put a lot of time into these. And I and the rest of the Lightbringers will see you next week where we may start talking about the weapons, depending on not whether or not they actually release anything else information-wise about the expansion, hopefully. Um, we'll probably start talking about a bunch of the weapons. Uh, think, what we think uh, of these might be as well. Yeah, I think I think we should do that just so that uh, Kroof could, in the meantime, write down a big list of everything mm. I got wrong. <laughs> and then be like, I mm. present to you... <laughs> the correct <Okay>. cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here first, live marking of homework podcast. Please go watch. Go watch yeah. the video, it's fun. Oh. Okay. Otherwise, okay. we will see you next time. On the light brings sweating so much. Good, thank you. <laughs> Great fight. Good, thank you to you too, Deborah. Thank you, and thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Bye bye, everyone. See you soon.